Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. show it is a great show it is a terrific show it is a tremendous show frankly the best you can ask anyone about that people often do this is beauty and the beta my name is matt christensen i'm flanked on my right as always by my wonderful co-host blonde welcome hello hope everybody had a happy and safe fourth of july weekend i'm thankful that we did in our household and uh, i trust you did as well yeah but it was kind of sad you know I was engaging in all this Americana and I was just looking around and I was like, wow, we are so fucked. Like I feel really <laughs> it, bad it, engaging in this. It might be the last one ever. So hopefully it was good. Did you get a Did you get an actual fireworks show, like a professional one? No, it was just a bunch of uh, like lawless Americans shooting off fireworks in their yard until 2 a.m. It was really pissing me off. We had to drug all of our dogs. There was a high volume of, um, of uh, amateurs making up for the lack of professional shows. We went up to Big Sky, Montana, and it, there wasn't supposed to be there wasn't supposed to be a fireworks show anywhere in the area here. Secretly, they decided to do a show on the summit of the actual ski resort mountain, wow, which was awesome. Good. It was one of the coolest fireworks shows I've ever seen, but it was only yeah. like five minutes. Still, America, incredible. Glad I got to see it. I and, think they uh, canceled the fireworks show here because they get the fireworks from China. Oh well, then I guess job well done. <laughs> Maybe that's appropriate. Anyway, uh, the news carries on as always. We have a um, we may have a shorter show for you tonight. I don't know. We might be a little bit light, but, um, you know, all this after the weekend festivities, of course, plenty on the docket, though. Uh, Epstein pal and alleged Epstein groomer Ghislaine. I'm going to say this 50 times wrong. I hear people say Jizz Lane. It's definitely not that. (laughs) That's a good pun, maybe. 
on the news, they generally say Ghislaine. Okay, we're going with Ghislaine Maxwell, arrested and charged by federal prosecutors. So what's your bet? Uh, suicide or coronavirus death? What is coming for Ghislaine Maxwell? Know. I don't know. I think that they probably couldn't pull off a second suicide here, but the first one was so brazen that maybe they just don't give a shit. <laughs> well, they got to have something more creative, I think. But she's, I guess she's maybe going to the same jail, so they're going to have to think, of, the same team might have to think of something new this time. Uh, the Black Lives Matter protests and confrontations are getting dicier and deadlier. We had a gun pulled in Michigan at a Chipotle. We had, although that that's really loosely connected. It's of the theme. It's not really formally Black Lives Matter, but we'll get to that. We had a, a shooting in Provo, Utah. A protester was hit by a car and died on the Seattle freeway this weekend. Another was hit by the same car, but only one died. Uh, that's a shame. The, <laughs> the footage is so graphic. I don't think Susan will allow me to show it. So I've got a censored version. But I mean, th how many flips were done? Lots. That was a yeah, impressive error. They were error. so stupid. Like yeah. one time I hit a deer and I had stopped and the deer was like going like this. And then I started going again really slowly. And then the deer ran right in front of my car and I hit it. It was like <laughs> that with the protesters. It's like, what are, what are you doing? They just like run right in front of the guy's car. Yeah. People are yelling car. Yeah. Uh, don't hang out on the uh, interstate is a pro tip for survival in this world. I would say. Yeah. Um, I want to talk just a little coronavirus. I know I bored you all to death last week, but the cases keep climbing and the de deaths keep falling, just like we talked about. That's the uh, the quiet part that they're not going to discuss. The interesting thing coming out this week, we know that presumed deaths was included in the death count prior. That is to say, people who never tested positive for coronavirus, but they were presumed to have it. And that counts in the official toll. Well, are they doing the same thing with cases now? Anecdotal evidence uh, says they may be. Yeah. Presumed positive coronavirus cases inflating the case count terrorism that we see on the news. Plus, uh, John Roberts does exactly what you'd expect John Roberts to do, exactly what we predicted him to do on the uh, the Supreme Court abortion case. And then uh, at the end of the show, a hilarious case of um, not, not really hoax hate, I would say, more like accidental prank hate. Uh, <laughs> someone made a backwards pepperoni swastika on a pizza in Ohio at Little Caesars. And uh, so we'll look at that. And then I have a brief uh, submission of surprise cringe Wait, for you, too. Backwards, no matter how you orient the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it, the arms of the swastika have to be in an S shape, not a Z oh, shape. So if you gotcha. if you turn it, it doesn't change those. But if you held the so pizza up to a mirror. Like. Anyway, we'll take uh, super chats on YouTube, Streamlabs and D live in between topics, of course. And to close the show as well, 10 bucks and up on the Sunday show, because we are no good low down money grabbers. It will be all this and more in your favorite couple hours of listening material. Remember, you can find everything show related and support the show over on the website. That's Matt Christensen Media dot com. One of the many things we have featured over on the website is special deals from listener owned businesses. Of course, this week, our feature business is actually a feature game. Uh, this uh, it's from uh, it's created in part by listeners of the show. Actually, um, it's indie game studio, exceptional games out of uh, Spokane, Washington. They have just released election year knockout, a punch out inspired political sim. In a desperate act to save the nation from itself, Congress has decided to solve all problems with boxing, including presidential elections. Fight your way through political establishments left and right of the aisle, taking on opponent, uh, opponents such as Jab Bush, Uncle Joe, Bertie Sanders, Donald <laughs> Thump, and even a dancing bartender 
you know who, on the way to become president of the United States. The game is simple to learn, incredibly fun to master, and you'll be laughing the whole time as the game's insane story plays out. The dialogue is hilarious and filled with lighthearted puns and figurative jabs at our elected (laughs) officials. The game was made, as I mentioned, by fans of the show, two of them on the game team itself with assistance from several of you in the chat. So the chat is always working hard. The chat helped to make this game, in fact. Oh, that's so cool. Get 25% off Election Year Knockout through Wednesday, July 8th. That's Election Year Knockout available on Steam. And you can find the link to the game through Steam right atop the description. Or you can check out electionyearknockout.com, electionyearknockout.com for a hilarious new game created in part by our most and much appreciated listeners. Remember, you can find uh, all sorts of cool deals from the rest of our friendly listener-owned businesses like Charity Swipes, Phoenix Ammunition, Hero Soap Company, and more at mattchristensenmedia.com slash deals. Deals for listeners by listeners. Quick production note. Uh, I've long resisted stepping into using the newer version of the streaming software that we use because oh it's a newer version of the same streaming software yeah yeah Ah, but uh you know why teach an old dog new tricks but i figured it's time for the old dog to learn a new trick for a few benefits anyway the the average viewer is not going to notice much difference in the show but this this software allows us to tighten up the audio production just a little bit and it will make guest interviews easier for us which have been very much a hassle in the past. That's true. I have seen a few comments uh, that you're that you're having a mic issue um, right now. So if you guys in the live chat could be more specific about what that what that it probably means. just it, sounds slightly different to them because it's compressed. Uh, now. Is that it? Because yeah. people were just saying that that the audio is a bit off. Uh, it's not it's not better? off. It should sound slightly different because it's compressed. And that'll make it easier for those of you listening okay. in a noisy environment. So oh, okay. but you know, that's the great thing is we can adjust on the fly. So if there are problems with the production, we can adjust them. Anyway, all I'm saying is uh keep us clued in if there are technical issues as far as the stream. I will goes. be watching the live chat. Got some artwork as well. Uh let's see. Got some artwork from Miro. Two versions of uh, this piece, actually. One in sort of a a more subtle color style and one in full color. I like the subtlety of your engagement ring. That's pretty cool. I know. I do always wear pink lipstick and when my engagement ring fits on my normally not so fat fingers. Yeah. It is pink and I do wear a pink hair clip. So this is right on. And I do make that face all the time. (laughs) Accurate facial expressions. Yeah, probably. Uh and then, hey, uh, all those people who are hanging out in your neck of the woods but are too cool to hang out with you or you're too cool to hang out with them, I don't know. No, they linked me in, uh, so I'm going to crash my own meetup next time. Fantastic. Well, these are the people in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, showing up for a listener group meetup within the last couple of weeks. Uh, you can always count on a good Nazi turnout in northern yeah, Idaho, yeah, I would say. Definitely. All those well, people definitely look like Nazis. Well represented. Of course, uh, if you'd like to meet listeners in your area, check out the community page on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash community. And you can find uh, listeners of the show to hang out with and make friends with. Uh, Jumping into some quick news stories. uh, Residents of L.A. County, speaking of fireworks and people ignoring the rules or trying to make up for a lack of shows, they ignored several bans on fireworks Saturday night, as well as uh, many cancellations of public fireworks shows, and they lit off their own. Uh, News choppers over the county captured incredible images of fireworks blasting as far as the eye can see. Check out some of this footage. And there are... 
And there are massive fireworks going off pretty much oh in every direction. Lord. Our local fire departments and police departments have been begging people not to do this, right. but it seems tonight they are not listening to those calls. Well, and they're, they're putting up new warnings on social media. I mean, they're saying safe and sane are even banned in the majority of cities in L.A. County, not to mention the city of L.A. has a ban as well. But this is not supposed to be happening. I mean, you could be fined up to 50000 That's absurd. <laughs> 50 grand. So, yeah. Uh, here you can see, I was blown away by just the scale of this like not only the fact that they're all going off at once but as this chopper turns and it's just as far as the eye can see you got fireworks going off everywhere and i didn't even coordinated i didn't even know this sort of firework like those artillery shells that you could even get those in california i assumed you probably couldn't but was um, this at like midnight or something i don't know what time that footage was actually taken but it's a rare occasion where i get to say hey i'm proud of you la good job you were very pro-america today or last night uh, police say they received 1,000 fireworks complaints, which seems sort of low, <laughs> given given the footage. Uh, anyway, the other uh, piece of excellent patriotism that I want to highlight. Uh, normally, I don't like to give uh, free product promotion, but sometimes people just earn it. And uh, this is a similar display of patriotism. The people at Black Rifle Coffee put together a fantastic Independence Day ad showing uh, or they were shooting gongs to the tune of the national anthem. So, hey, well done. Oh, man. <laughs> it made me kind of emotional, like a little bit emotional. Yeah. Like I said, enjoy the last one ever. Uh, yeah. So good for them. Actually, if you watch the full video, there's a lot of funny outtakes and stuff because they're sitting there in front of the gongs having to plan out their shots in sequence. And a couple of times they screw up. And it, it actually, I mean, in addition to all the other things they're doing there production wise, just the yeah. shooting part itself is kind of difficult. So. That was really cool. They always I'm are putting they together really cool videos. they threw in a hot videos. chick. Did you see what that, that guy's shirt said? I, I only look illegal or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey, the, those displays of patriotism were not enough to sway Colin Kaepernick, who posted on Twitter yesterday uh, that Independence Day is, in fact, a celebration of white supremacy, and he looks forward to liberation for all. I'm not sure what uh, could be more liberating and prosperous than making millions to play football and then make millions more to sit on your ass and bitch about it. But, um, uh, as a few, uh, have responded, you know, it's a country that's so great that even the people who hate it don't want to leave it. Uh, He's been free to go for a long time. He hasn't decided to do that. Anyway, I particularly enjoyed the, uh, before and after juxtaposition posted here by Stephen Miller. This is before and after getting benched for Blake Portals, uh, sorry, Blaine Gabbert. It's farther back. Blaine Gabbert. Don't want to mix him up. Mix up my Jaguars QBs. Uh, on July 4th, uh, so this is July 4th, 2011, Colin Kaepernick tweeted simply, Happy 4th of July, everyone. I hope everyone has a blessed day. 
that's when he you know had an nfl job those were the days and yeah. uh then we fast forward to today uh, the only thing i can see that has changed in the meantime is just the scale of his afro so the larger the afro the more he hates this country it seems uh, to be the more Muslim chicks that he bangs, the more <laughs> I forgot. It seems like a lot of this is related to his crazy girlfriend. Are they they're still together? I assume I, I can't say I'm up on the latest oh, gossip. God, is she Colin Kaepernick girlfriend? Is this worth it? Is this a crazy pwn situation? Oh, yeah. This chick is a fox. Oh, so she is. OK. All right. Is she is she worth what she's cost him, though? Uh, no, and she's 40, so no deal. Oh, what's he? What? He's only like early 30s. She's pretty hot. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all for that crazy Muslim poon. <laughs> the point is, you better believe in the boogeyman of white supremacism, as Colin Kaepernick warns. You better believe in the almighty God of Black Lives Matter, of course, or you will face the wrath of our big tech overlords, specifically Susan Wiki Wiki. So this week, there was a significant purge of YouTube channels, including Stefan Molyneux. Yeah. David Duke, Richard Spencer, and Jared Taylor's American Renaissance. Now, YouTube did this, as far as I can tell, without any warning to any of them, just citing its hate speech policy that they re uh, revised freshly last year. A YouTube spokesperson uh, tells The Verge, we have strict policies prohibiting hate speech on YouTube and terminate any channel that repeatedly or egregiously violates those policies after updating our guidelines to better address supremacist content we saw a 5x spike in video removals and have terminated over 25,000 channels for violating our hate speech policies uh, i don't see any specific information on what these channels did specifically which um i mean it seems quite unfair to all of them of course in the context of someone like stefan molyneux who's been on the on the platform for the better part of a decade with what a million subscribers roughly to just delete his career of work, regardless of your opinion of the guy, to just delete that volume of work without even consulting and saying, hey, if you want right. to go forward, you're going to have to consider scaling this down or stop doing that or whatever. And obviously, it's ridiculous for any of these people to be getting banned, but I found it baffling that he was grouped in the same category as Richard Spencer, David Duke, and even Jared Taylor, who I think is is relatively uncontroversial but this should be a lesson to the rest of us like Stephen Molyneux was very careful he never talked about the Jews like not once uh he was that, super careful is that why the rest got channel. banned I have no idea I mean presumably Jared hmm. Taylor's not really into it so I, I I don't really know what what kind of hate speech he hate speech he engaged in I presume uh, just you know a lot of the like race and IQ stuff that they tend to talk about I, I'm I guess guessing. that's probably why they got Stefan. But like, you know, this just made me think that we should just go out in a blaze of glory because no matter how careful you are, it's not like YouTube gives a shit. They'll just ban you indiscriminately. Well, I had a lot of admiration for Stefan Molyneux's response to this, which is unfortunately ironic. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but look, he he's sticking to principles that he thinks are important. This is what Stefan Molyneux had to say in response to the uh, to the ban from WikiWiki. 14 years of my life, thousands of videos, billions of comments, hundreds of millions of views, and nearly a million subscribers has been destroyed. The accusation is the usual one that I'm fomenting violence and hatred and so on, which is not true at all. I have consistently promulgated the non-aggression principle and called for reason and evidence as the methodology by which we can resolve social disputes and differences. Doesn't seem to have mattered, of course. The reality is that the book burning is underway. Myself and many other dissidents and anti-communist intellectuals and speakers have also had 
channels destroyed across a wide variety of platforms within the span of only one hour in what I assume is a highly coordinated effort. And the goal, of course, is to remove the middle, to remove those of us who are looking for peaceful solutions, rational solutions, philosophical solutions to social differences to take us out so that there is no center. I'm going to strongly urge you, my friends, to resist that temptation. Resist that temptation to go to the extremes, to go to hostility, to go to rage, to go to violence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so even in, even in getting deleted, he's still sticking by not doing what YouTube is accusing him of doing. Like he's saying, please, he's not just not saying he's advocating people do not commit acts of violence, do not right. commit acts of destruction. We got to stick to principle here. And yet they're still giving him the acts. His entire career has been based around the non-aggression principle. Yeah. Um, oh, I I did forget. We did not include that atheism is unstoppable. was uh, also banned. I got it. I got his oh, petition right here. The and iconoclast. Did we forget about him? You also have to go uh, make sure. I, I didn't. I don't have an iconoclast here. But make sure that you uh, do your periodic apology to this kangaroo for your wrongful smearing. We can never oh, apologize. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't see this in the notes. Sorry, <laughs> you were on it. Um, yeah. And then Rucka Rucka live chat is telling me. He no way. They got Rucka. That's what live chat is telling me. I didn't see you? that. That sucks if that's true. Yeah. But I always wondered, because uh, Rucka, you know, he has a lot of um, lyrics and things that otherwise aren't okay on YouTube or Patreon. Yeah, and his, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that he survived as long as he did, especially on Patreon. Well, how because, are we still going? How? Well, I don't, Rucka has said the N-word long before Sargon, and he's still on Patreon, where he was. Anyway, uh, the, the lesson here, of course, not only support these creators on principle, obviously, we all have to be together in this fight against the censorship, but whether it's this show or whether it's, uh, you know, Atheism is Unstoppable or whether it's Stefan Molyneux, whoever your favorite creators are, follow them where they're making stuff, BitChute, DLive, wherever, even if you're not planning to watch it over there today, just like this show, you might not be planning to watch it over on DLive or BitChute today. But One day. It might be deleted tomorrow. And if you want to catch up with us when that purge comes for us or anybody else you enjoy, make sure to create accounts over there and just follow so you can go catch up with them when the day of the axe claims them. Uh, you see Kanye's running for president, if you oh, believe yeah. this to be true. Kanye announced Saturday that he's running for president on Twitter. He tweeted, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I'm running for president of the United States. People are speculating how serious or not this uh, this announcement is. Kanye does have a new single coming out uh, from his upcoming new album. Kanye is also too late to get on the ballot as an independent candidate in six states. And those are some states with some hugely significant uh, electoral college delegate wow. counts. Uh, North Carolina, Texas, New York, Maine, New Mexico, Indiana. He can't get on those. No, uh, what's the point? Yeah. Deadline for other states quickly approaches in July. So I don't take this as serious personally, but, uh, yeah. but is the concept any more preposterous than Donald Trump being president in 2016? I mean, Oh, I don't doubt that Kanye could be competitive if he went through the process a little more formally. Uh, but I was wondering, do you think Kanye would hurt? Let's say he gets in the race and he's on the ballot as an independent. Do you think he hurts Trump or Biden more? Probably Biden. I think that Biden is probably going to get more of the black vote. It's kind of what I was thinking. Like I, I, at first I thought Kanye is unlikely to pull a lot of generic Democrats due to his prior Trump support. That said, 
he's he would have to put a, a huge dent in the black vote one would think regardless and let's say yeah, Kanye, but maybe he would just mobilize black people that otherwise wouldn't vote could it be not it could work out that way but even if kanye pulled like a quarter or half the black vote away from biden biden is is probably doomed at that point and i think the main reason that a lot of conservatives are are warm to kanye is his trump support but would they vote for kanye because of his trump support over trump himself that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense so i vote for him because this is funny and because it makes a mockery of this country which deserves to be mocked because we can't get our shit together <laughs> yeah well i mean I've, i i would much rather see kanye as president than joe biden let's put it that way and uh if you have wow, questions yeah. about joe <laughs> biden's well everyone has questions about joe biden's fitness mental fitness to be president his cognitive fitness a fox news reporter actually asked him that question this week and joe biden answered uh you know have you have you been tested on your cognitive abilities here's how that question went you are subject to some degree of cognitive decline i'm 65 i don't have word recollection that i used to have i forget my train of thought from time to time you got 12 years on me sir are have you been tested for some degree of cognitive decline I've been tested and I'm constantly tested. Look, all you all I got to do is watch me and I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive capability to the cognitive capability of the man I'm running against. Thank you so much. Whose name I cannot remember. <laughs> hey, uh, clutch moment for Joe Biden to put together a complete coherent sentence right when he needed it, though. Got to say, yeah. solid. One of the best Biden performances I've seen in some time right there. Yeah. And that's what we all need in a presidential candidate. The ability to put together one sentence. I understood what he meant. That's an achievement Fine. for Joe Biden. That's true. I got to give credit where due. And as far as the comparison on the cognitive abilities, I think we all look forward to that comparison. The question is, will we get to see it in any sort of traditional sense, in any sort of traditional debate sense? We're going to find out. I had a viewer float an interesting theory. Remember, we talked about the debates coming up and the push to take them out of a uh, live studio audience or live audience setting, put them into like a TV studio setting, remove actual present viewers. People I don't were, like it. People were speculating that they would open the door to deep fakes in terms of actually editing the debate to be something else than it was, which I thought was kind of interesting. And another theory that I thought was pretty interesting was if they're wearing masks for safety, you, this is kind of out there, but they're going to have a voice actor do Joe Biden's voice for him while he just stands there and mumbles. These are these are what people are. These theories are what people are expecting. Ah, given that's pretty that's pretty reasonable, actually. Uh, hey, I uh, nothing is too crazy for the DNC at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, last little piece of news before we hop into the major news of uh, Miss Maxwell's arrest. Uh, Jordan Peterson has emerged back into the public. He appeared on his daughter Michaela's podcast to discuss his absence over, I guess, what, the last year or so he's been out of the spotlight. Now, we've all generally known it was a cancer diagnosis for his wife and some other factors that led him to prescription medication dependency. But this show is about an hour and explains uh, all of those issues in greater detail. If you want to check it out, here's a peek at what he had to uh, talk about. In the most Canadian fashion, I can muster, um, what the hell happened, eh? <laughs> An accident is when three or four or five unlikely things happen at the same time. That's what happened. I mean, first of all, I spent last January with you in Zurich. 
yep. at a hospital. Then we were informed six weeks after that, after she had recovered, but was still suffering some pain that the easily treatable and non-dangerous, slow-growing malignancy that we were told she had was in fact something fast growing with about a, with a some something near a hundred percent fatality rate i had my own problems start to develop really in with any degree of severity in about april may something like that i had been taking benzodiazepines since 2016. Mm. so uh i i had the you said you listened to the whole show right yeah, and I came out of it really solidifying this feeling that I have that they're a family of charlatans. I know it's an unpopular opinion, uh, but he made a point you of like repeatedly son of a bitch <laughs> made a point of repeatedly saying like I had a physical dependence, I had no psychological dependence, and like Michaela was talking about how she took high levels of oxycontin for a year and she she only had physical dependence. It's like. The hoops these people are jumping through to say that they are not addicts are just fucking ridiculous. Just just admit you got addicted to benzodiazepam to reduce anxiety through a difficult period in your life and that you're an addict and I would have more respect for you. Um, I just I just have the feeling that this is a family of charlatans. I don't like any of them. And then I've seen that clip um, on Michaela's channel where like the mom comes out. She's talking about her diagnosis and how she was virtually cured. And so I'm very skeptical about this whole story. Like I was watching this whole thing like, really? Is that really what's what you, you, what you have a well, cancer rate of 100% and like you're cured through diet or something? Like what? I, I had the, uh, the podcast on. I, I did listen to it in the background today while getting a bunch of stuff done for the show. So I, I can't say that I was fully attentive for everything. Um, so I, I also didn't catch if Jordan has plans for public activities resuming or not. Uh, but the podcast episode absolutely crushed. It was posted Tuesday and already has 1.6 million views, 111,000 upvotes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, say what you will. I think uh, there's there's probably some truth to some of those criticisms. But uh, at the same time, I also think this guy is a is a huge voice for sanity and reason and well-grounded philosophy in guiding your life. I'm glad to have him back in the game. Uh, I think he's a net positive. I think he's a net plus, uh, regardless of any any criticisms you know he's not a god he's a man and uh i'm glad to have him back. no i don't i don't have any problems with the addiction yeah yeah I, it's the can, characterization it's the characterization of the yeah. addiction if he had come out and said like like i am an addict and this is something that happened in my life like he did talk about how he's a man and he makes mistakes and he didn't mean to achieve this kind of demigod sure. status and i understand that but um i i just really do not like how this was handled like just admit that you that you became a drug addict fair enough <laughs> tell me about uh galane maxwell what's going on oh my god i kind of can't believe this happened i'm so suspicious that we'll talk about the details in a second but she was arrested on thursday morning charged by federal prosecutors in new york for her alleged role in recruiting grooming sexually abusing underage girls as young as 14. Now, I know that some of the girls were recu recruited before they were 14, but um, they are in the indictment. This is between 1994 and 1997. And some of the procuring, I mean, it was happening until like deep into the 2000s mm. for sure. Uh, so for some reason, it's like a very narrow sliver of the criminality. And I have to assume that they're doing that 
because it's more likely that these charges will be brought forth or because because or come to fruition or it's more likely that certain people will be implicated uh so yeah i mean i know that some of the girls were younger than that um but her whereabouts were being tracked by federal agents and she was taken into custody in new hampshire without incident charged with six criminal counts the charges are Enticement and conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Mm. Transportation and conspiracy to transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sex acts. And two counts of perjury. So <clears throat> they're not really getting her in any rape charges, although she was involved in um, these like sexual massages uh, with Jeffrey Epstein. There was some group sex that happened with these underage girls. So like she should be... So the indictment should include some of these rape, rape statutory rape charges. Hmm, okay. Yet, yet it doesn't. Um, so in the indictment between 1994 and 1997, Maxwell assisted, facilitated, and contributed to Epstein's abuse of minor girls by, among other things, helping him recruit, groom, and ultimately abuse victims known to Maxwell and Epstein to be under the age of 18. Which She's only facing 35 years in prison, which for a serial rapist of young girls uh, seemed a little light to me, a little light. And this made me think this, uh, what I'm going to read right now made me think that like, maybe nothing's going to happen to her. Oh yeah. Well, something's <laughs> going to happen to her supposedly, yeah. and she's going to live on the Island with Derek Chauvin and George Floyd and yeah. they'll live happily ever after. Yeah, yeah really. Uh, in charging Maxwell, federal prosecutors in New York may face a legal hurdle in 2007 Epstein signed a non-prosecution agreement with federal prosecutors in Florida that appeared to immunize his accomplices. The document says that, quote, the U.S. also agrees that it will not institute any criminal charges against any potential co-conspirators of Epstein included, but not limited to, for alleged accomplices. Maxwell isn't listed amongst them, but her lawyers may argue that she's covered by the phrase but not limited to. So I think that what happened was Epstein, you know, he cut this sweetheart deal where he only had to go to jail for like 13 months and he was under house arrest and it was for prostitution, even though the girls were clearly procured and were like four, 13, 14 years old. So he had something on people in the Palm Springs Police Department. He was able to keep this under wraps for years. Um, and I think that she is going to be protected by this, but not limited to clause. I, I think that she might be that she might be fine. And I think it's very, very suspicious that she has Mossad protection, that she has ways to get to France, which is non-extradition and several countries that are non-extradition. Um, but she buys property, sprawling property, 156 acres in New Hampshire. Yeah. Why wouldn't she have bailed there. the second Epstein got arrested? Why? Or before. Why would she not have done that? Yeah. Right. Which makes me think that um she cut some kind of deal and it's also being investigated by people that investigate uh politicians and other well-known people for for mm. you know things like this i'm so, just i'm smirking a little bit because i'm looking at the article that she might go to the same jail as jeffrey epstein did but it's closed yeah. captioned by the new york post and it's just eerie upbeat music of her yeah, <laughs> Galen yeah, Max. yeah she's very spooky she's very so menacing she's, going to go to the Metropolitan Correctional Center, which, as you guys remember, that's where Epstein got cacked. It's where El Chapo was. And apparently it is the worst federal prison in the country. Um, she's being held without bail uh, in New Hampshire right now, but she's expected to be transferred in the coming days to New York. Um, and she'll most likely end up in solitary 
but that didn't help Epstein. Not can they point every camera her. in the facility at her, please? <laughs> Put cameras sure on the cameras and then add a few more. It doesn't matter. And then uh, yeah, they're going to be wheeling out her body, which is just going to be um, some kind of dummy. And then she's going to go live on the island. <laughs> they're going to repurpose the George Floyd dummy. That's what they're going to do. They might have to paint it a different color, but it's close enough. Maybe add some legs this time. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then this Dershowitz thing stinks to high heavens. Like, like yeah. there's no way that guy wasn't raping underage girls. Well, uh, you know, I am a fan of principle and certainly presumption of innocence is a matter of principle. But it does feel like uh, it does feel like Alan Dershowitz is going to bat really hard for Ghislaine Maxwell. Anyway, yeah, what, what's, what's his op-ed about? One. Well, OK, so he writes this op-ed about how, like, we have to innocent until proven guilty blah blah this is not the what is the title of this it's like it's not the Ghislaine Maxwell that I know or something yeah the Ghislaine Maxwell I know is the title of the op-ed this is a bold bold move for him it's like bending over backwards to protect her why um he was accused by Virginia Roberts of uh of rape and he just like in this article just totally slanders these victims i don't know why the left is not like freaking out about about me too here he's talking about how they're known liars and prostitutes and everything yeah i just wanted to read this one quote um now she stands accused of, of serious crimes he's talking about maxwell allegedly committing a quarter of a cent allegedly committed a quarter of a century ago like every other arrested person she must be presumed innocent many in the public however will presume her guilty because of the portrayal of her in the netflix series about that's Jeffrey that's Epstein. not why that's not why. <laughs> that's not why uh, i've never watched it and i have some questions here however i agree i agree she needs to go through the process i'm just i kind of like to ask him uh, who in what way is her due process being threatened currently other than people raging on twitter and stuff but that's kind of true for every high profile crime is it not yeah exactly which is exactly what happened with Epstein. And, you know, the, the Netflix documentary came out after Epstein had already killed himself. So mm. I really don't know how much public opinion could have been swayed. Uh, but no one should believe anything they saw in that series because it was based largely on the accounts of two women with histories of making dubious accusations. And he talks about like some random detail uh, in one of their accounts about how they met the Gores. But it's impossible that they met the Gores because Tipper Gore never went to the island or whatever. It's like uh, Dershowitz, you are a total skis. And you clearly are implicated in this and he will go to any lengths to protect Maxwell. Why? It seems so. Think about that. It seems Why? so. It's yeah, it's he's got this thing ready to go right uh, upon the news. He posted this Friday, right? Day after her arrest. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much presumption of guilt can happen in a day? Really? It's, it's as though um, he had this written and ready to go. Probably did. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Tom, I want to talk about all the uh, the Black Lives Matter confrontations or just various racial confrontations that continue. Surprise, surprise, as we stir up racial tension, hostile racial interactions happen. You think we should take a quick break before we do that or should we carry on? Um, we can carry on. All right. Maybe we can pause between some of these because this will be we got lots of stories to get through here because, uh, of course, the uh, the Black Lives Matter chaos continues. And um, last week when we. Were, when we were on air, the news of the pink polo guy in St. Louis and his wife brandishing guns to discourage those Black Lives Matter marchers away from their property was breaking. So I'm bummed that we didn't get to talk about it when it was fresh at the time. Uh, and it's kind of old news by now. But there are a few pieces of that story that I do want to touch on. Uh, specifically, pink polo guy's appearance with 
Chris Cuomo on CNN, which was absolutely insufferable on Cuomo's part. Now, Cuomo said that Trump retweeted the video of the initial interaction between Pink Polo Guy and his wife and the protesters with the AR-15, and she had a, a handgun. Uh, Cuomo says Trump retweeted that video because it highlights white resistance to the Black Lives Matter movement. That's what it's all about. Guy stands in front of me, pulls out two loaded pistol magazines, snaps them together in front of my face, and says, you're next. Okay. If you were there, Chris, I think you'd feel like you had a right to defend yourself as well. Absolutely. Somebody takes out uh, magazines or ammunition and clicks it and makes a direct threat to me, I would feel threatened 100%. But to me, it's not about what's right and what's wrong just in a court of law. It's about what we want right to right and wrong about how we treat each other. And that's why the and president why retweeted this tweet. Mr. Watkins, you know it. And Mr. McCloskey, you know it. He retweeted it because he liked the image of white resistance to this movement. And I'm not saying that was fair to you, but we know that's why he did it, because that's why he deleted it. I wanted you to well, speak I'm glad for yourself. I'm, I'm glad you're a mind reader, because no one else thinks you are. Oh, in fact, he didn't believe it. Good. Makes my point even no. more. Uh, <laughs> you didn't say that. It was said to me uh, for me. I'm thinking about something else where someone was screaming white power. You're not a mind reader either. I haven't seen the video of the person clapping the magazines, but you drew certain inferences from the behavior before you. I'm doing the same thing. We Oh, okay. How is this relevant I, to the whatever? Right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> if you have thoughts, go for it. I I have many about this foolish exchange. Uh, no, I mean this j just shouldn't be the subject of the discussion with this guy. Like you know, there were a lot of important things that needed to be discussed about uh, defense of your personal property and things like that. Yeah. So why aren't you talking about that? As opposed to Trump likes this because it shows white people standing up to black people. Yeah, you're relevant. It's, it's like, it's, shut up. Talk, it's about, talk about what matters here. Right. A property owner. A property owner's resistance to trespass, not white people's yeah. resistance to Black, Li Black Lives Matter. And threats, by the way, allegedly. I haven't seen conclusive demonstration or proof of the threats, but that's what the guy says. Uh, but anyway, th this criticism from Chris Cuomo, Fredo, as everyone knows him, is rich considering the origin of the Fredo nickname. Remember, this is the guy who said it's fine to go up and threaten to beat a guy's ass for calling him a name in public. And... I, at the time, even like I, I, I sort of understood where Chris Cuomo was coming from. If someone's heckling you in public, you tell yeah. that guy to fuck off. But be I get it. But that's the point. Like if you're right to go up and stand your ground against a guy calling you a name, how is this guy in the wrong for standing his ground against people not only trespassing on his property, but destroying it? And yeah. if his accusations are true, threatening them, threatening to kill them and destroy their entire house with fire. Now, as far as the uh, intent inference I say he's saying, well, I'm just inferring that intent to Trump. We don't have to infer intent from anybody here. Both Pink Polo Guy and Trump have stated their intent. So Pink Polo Guy was defending his property. He says he supports Black Lives Matter, in fact. Uh, he serves as a personal injury and civil rights lawyer defending black clients currently in police brutality cases. So we don't have to infer his intent on that front. Trump previously stated when the looting starts, the shooting starts on Twitter in that tweet that was punished by Twitter. Now, he retweeted this story, presumably because it confirms that general lesson. You start invading other people's property, the guns come out. That's what happens. And there's no racial element necessary to demonstrate those things. Um, many and even in this case, many of these protesters were white or at least non-black. Right. Yeah. Pink polo guy, as far as I've heard, has never discussed the race of the person or people he says made threats against him. I've not heard him mention that 
the races at all. Now, I, I thought about talking about this piece of it last Sunday, but I cut it for time because it didn't seem so significant. Cuomo can't get the tweet straight. You notice he said, oh, in fact, he left that tweet up. I confused it. He was saying Trump deleted the tweet. Oh, no, he didn't. He left it up. Well, he's referring to a, a Trump's retweet of a video last weekend that supposedly showed one of his supporters chanting white power. Uh, this is what the tweet looked like. And we'll talk about what I think is the correct interpretation of this. But here's the tweet. Okay, so Trump retweeted and unretweeted that. And then everyone what? well, everyone was jumping down his throat because Trump supports Nazis and Trump uh, supports the KKK or whatever. To me, though, when I watch that he video... He's joking. He's joking. Yeah, 100%. The, what, the crowd is going, where's your hood? You guys are Nazis. And then the guy's responding going, oh, yeah, you got me, white power, white, white power. power. Now, it's not smart for Trump to retweet that because it's politically exploitable. Who cares, though? But the idea that... Uh, as far as I know, nobody's tracked down that guy in the video. If Not any, yet. If anybody knows who that guy is or if he's been identified and has spoken publicly, send it my way. I want to hear from that guy because I, uh, I got a crisp $5 bill that says he is not, in fact, a Klansman. That says he was joking right there. So we're going to this yeah. narrative that's being used there is bunk as well anyway the other the other piece of this story uh because it's not over for mark mccloskey a pink polo guy and his wife uh in fact the protesters the black lives matter protesters showed up at his house again on friday you can see uh, mark mccloskey and his wife patricia viewing the protests from their porch again and she's armed with a cell phone this time taping them instead of <laughs> with a handgun they've got their lawyer present as well as a bunch of armed private security now that's how they're handling Good. this which i mean they how else are they supposed to handle it yeah you you got to be serious apparently several hundred demonstrators showed up on friday night and they've now those private security uh, personnel have now installed barricades uh, uh, at the entry points to the property including right in front of that now it's already fixed. The gate that they destroyed is already fixed again, which is why it's so laughable to me. The original claim that people were saying, oh, that gate was broken. The gate was broken when they got there or it was broken incidentally. You're telling me that these people who clearly prize their property to the degree that they do. Meticulously maintain properties. They yeah. just left the gate bent and all screwed up for weeks or months at a time because they don't care. But look at this lawn. Yeah. Look, at the, look at the rest of this There's place. No yeah. yeah, it's uh, they, they clearly damaged the gate. Uh, anyway, so we'll see, we'll see where it goes for the McCloskey's. Uh, here's a little bit it of was a real turning point though, I think for this whole, for this whole movement, because everybody realized that like police aren't going to protect you yeah. and you're going to be, uh, villainized by the media if you protect yourself. And so I think that they're going to come out of this being American heroes. It was one, even though well, they clearly had no firearms training, like the way they were holding their guns. I was yeah. like, oh, they could use a course or two for sure. But what was fascinating about this flashpoint, too, is it just goes to show how divided and polarized our country is, because yeah. not a lot of people were like, well, I don't know, on the fence about it. You talk to people who are like, uh, yeah, they, they look like idiots with how they're handling their guns, but it's their property and they're being threatened while within their rights. And then I hear other people that is that are accusing them of being terrorists. Basically, uh, th this was That's a great crazy. example of how divided our country is and how we can look at the exact same story on video and come to completely opposite 
moral conclusions. Yeah. It's not a good sign because it shows that we just don't share fundamental underlying moral principles. Uh, not surprising for people who generally don't believe in private property. It's they, you know, of course, you're going to invade private property and threaten the property owners if you don't believe in that concept overall. It's so crazy not to believe in that. It's like it's so fundamental to being American. Yeah. Uh, defensive personal property is at the heart of 2A. Uh, it, it's just outrageous to me that that you could even live in this country and think that we have no right to defend personal property. If, uh, if their case wasn't rage bait enough, I'm very interested to see your reaction to this case of rage bait out of New York City. Uh, New York, in New York City, I guess protesters are attempting to set up their own autonomous zone now that Chaz is no more. Uh, cops in New York were heckled by these protesters who called them uneducated idiots. Uh, one of them, I think, and I'm gambling the fate of this stream on this because I think he's a biological male. So I don't think I have to censor these uh, HRT boobs is what I'm going to call them. Uh, we'll, we'll find out if Susan views this as acceptable or not. Oh, you're screwed. Check out this clip out of New York. Okay, are those what, what kind of boobs are we looking at? That's what I that's what I'm gambling here. You're looking at a half black, half Jewish, male to female transgender two months into hormone therapy. Okay, just to clarify, so that still counts as biological man boob that I can show on the stream. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, he's yelling. He's yelling at the police. You know, hairdressers have to be more educated than you. That's what he's saying. Yep. Half of you don't even have a college education to be out here making the demands about the people when you can't even read a fucking history book yep. and know where you come from. But you want to sit here and tell me that you're educated enough to make demands about shit you know nothing about. Yep. You should fucking know better. You should know better. Traitor. Traitor to your fucking Oh my god! I want to live in a 2020 where that black cop just shoots that guy in the head. Like, I want this year to be characterized Susan. by that. Come on, this is so this is so ridiculous. Everybody in the world would love to see that, right? Uh, well, uh, I do find it to be incredibly inflammatory and misguided. The things that he or she is saying, and uh, just to recap, I find I find the reasoning here to be hilarious. The cops are made fun of for not having a degree while, of course, they're working a respectable, necessary, productive job. The protesters, well, their degrees got them the mindset that makes them so retarded. Yeah, so. You guys are living as hobos with probably six <laughs> figures worth of debt. And we're supposed to admire your stupid degrees in like, yeah, I don't know, hormone, alter, hormone altered male uh, nipples or whatever we're looking at. Like, what are we talking? Whatever, whatever your opinion of the police I certainly would rather be a police officer than whatever the hell I'm looking at right there. It seems like a better, more stable way of life. So who am I supposed to laugh at? That's the big question there. Anyway, um, I want to talk about this Michigan Chipotle, this Michigan Chipotle case. We got That's all we're going to say about that. Well, this this is you, end of day shit. You have the end floor. of days. Okay. Shit. Every time I watch something like this, I'm like, this is where we are as a country. Are we worth saving? If this is if this is what our country is made up of, people like this guy, I have no impetus 
to defend the country because I don't have anything in common with these weird leftist tranny people in fairy costumes or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, what are I'm, we going to do with people like this? Uh, well, allow them to uh, allow them to enjoy their own decay. I mean, that's what freedom means. But are they we'll, decaying though, or are they are they gaining more power? Are they powering up? Well, I don't think like they, they have. Might be winning. I don't, well, they certainly have a lot of institutional power, or people who who believe that sort of thing is a sane, uh, a sane display that we just saw. Institutional power for sure. Politically, maybe less so. At least currently, not necessarily in in the Senate or not necessarily in the in the White House. But yeah, are they powerless? No. The individual though, I'm, the individual hobo on the street, I'm not particularly worried about. But I, I'm not going to sit here and deny that there are a lot of people who think that was a stunning and brave display to be amplified for sure. Yeah, we can't agree. We can't even agree on that. You know, in states like Hawaii uh, and New York now, they will uh, make you quarantine if you come to there. You can't go there if you're from certain states yeah. and they're going to make you. Can we use this to balkanize? That's a good question. We probably need a lawyer to maybe Laurel's hanging out. I don't know. Uh, or any of our, our lawyer friends in the chat. On what basis can you deny entry into a state? Because we're or at least restrict or qualify entry into a state. We're seeing in the context of a virus all the time. I, I'm very doubtful that you could do it on an identity basis, like a race based or gender or sex based. Or... Why? What if it were like AIDS or something? Well, uh, I guess you'd be in that context, you might be consistent with the thinking here, which is more like public danger as opposed to who you are identity wise. So what if like you're more likely to have AIDS if you're a <laughs> black tranny? Well, as 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 kind of funny as this discussion is, I don't think it's any more insane than what we're watching in the virus context right now. I don't I don't I'd be interested to hear someone explain how one is totally different from the other. Can we but, loophole this, Laurel? Let us know. <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to know. Uh, speaking of legal complexities, this couple in Michigan is probably going to have their fair share of legal complexities on their hands. But that's going to be these next two stories that in the Provo shooting might be a little lengthy. And we're about at the top of the hour. So maybe we should take a break. Uh, um, if you want to or we could round this out. I don't hear the baby crying. So um Okay. If you want to round this out and then take a break before. Like, yeah, I'll how many more do I have in this? Uh, or we can do it now, whatever you want. Uh, let's just let's take like just a handful of super chats. Let's get a few done and then we'll move okay. on. Okay, so this is not a feeding break. This is just a super chat break. I, that's a, I defer to you uh, whenever you need to step out, but um, um, it depends on. I'll need like ten to fifteen minutes, so it depends on if you want to do it now or if you want to wait until after the. I don't hear her now, so it's up to you. Okay, well let's. Uh, all right, let, let's power through and then. Okay, let's power through the rest of these topics and then we'll take maybe a little bit longer break. Uh, cool. I'll be quick. But this couple in Michigan, you probably saw the clip this week. Uh, at uh, Outside of a Chipotle, apparently, is where this takes place. Uh, this couple in Michigan, uh, apparently the story goes this way. This is, this is Orion Township uh, in Michigan, northwest of Detroit. A white woman and her husband, Jillian and Eric Wustenberg... Sorry if I'm mispronouncing. We'll go with that. They bumped into a black family at some point at this Chipotle. And the black family is a mother and three daughters. So a shouting match resulted. And the black family is ins is insisting that Jillian was racist and was targeting her teens for abuse. Uh, Jillian and Eric argued and they ultimately decided to leave the scene getting in their car. But the black mother who is, as far as I can tell, not named, at least not in this story, uh, blocks their car from 
backing up and she starts hitting the car. And at that point, Jillian exits the car and draws her handgun. Apparently her husband also drew, but as far as I can tell, he did not point his gun. Anyway, here's the video of the actual uh, confrontation. She did something wrong. She needs to apologize. If she this no ignorant woman, this ignorant woman, bumped into a 15 year old. Correct. And you're on camera. Okay. You're feeling threatened. Okay, we're well, going. No, mom. She, got, I got this. You're blocking me from getting no, her. Girl, no, we weren't. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. You're ignorant. She's very ignorant. Dumbass bitch. Yeah, I said it. You say something. I beat your white ass. Now that's an. I didn't actually notice that until I'll beat your white ass. Two. Yeah. Oh, two. So, yeah, saying she'll do it to the wife. And I, isn't the wife pregnant? I, I, some people have speculated. It looks like she might be, but I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but, yeah, I had not noticed. I'll beat your white ass, too. So we do have a, a an, an imminent threat there. That that does change my calculation a little bit. Oh, I you, will. Do something. Please put your do something. hands Do something. Please. Who the fuck do you think you guys uh, are? Who do you think you are? You, you and then they try to leave she walks around back here and starts hitting the car very ma watch and i think she says it again there actually i'll beat your fucking ass as she's hitting the car if i'm not mistaken it's hard to hear but then ma uh the the white woman gets mad jillian gets mad get the fuck away from me get the fuck away she knows what she's doing call them call the cops get the fuck away call the cops Good for her. She she definitely looks more competent than Pink Polo Guy and his wife. I will say yeah. that. Uh, okay, American so, hero right there. Both Jillian and Eric have been arrested and charged with felony assault. They were held on fifty thousand dollars bond, and they were told to give up their weapons. Both Jillian and Eric do hold concealed carry permits. They face up to four years prison time if convicted. Now, initially, after watching this again, my my calculation from earlier might change a little bit. Initially, I I thought that this might be kind of a classic case where what's right in a layman sense might be at odds with what's right as far as the law is written. Now, in the layman sense, it seems to me that the black group is at fault. They are belligerent and the white the white couple are they're trying to leave the scene and they're trying to apologize and say listen i'm sorry for the misunderstanding we're moving out of here at which point the the black mom blocks their car and starts beating it now when i was doing this calculation i thought i had not heard the explicit threats that were in there so i thought it's going to come down to a question of well if michigan's a stand your ground state they don't have a legal duty to retreat the white family but if they're going to use deadly force they have to reasonably believe that they are subject to imminent great bodily harm or death and to me the potential legal stretch was going to be does beating on the car count as something that would give a reasonable person a reasonable fear of of great bodily harm that's if they use deadly force what about using the threat of deadly force does that still apply in the same way i'm not a lawyer Uh, you'd have to ask a lawyer that question my understanding in my state 
is that if you point a gun at a person, that is felony assault. Mm. So you, if you're pointing a gun at a person, you better be damn sure that you are, are justified in doing that. Because as far as whether it's the punishment might be different if you pull the trigger or not. But the fact that it's a crime is the same. But, but what about subsequent to a threat of bodily harm? Which well, that, she clearly did. That's the question here. And that's the part that I had not heard because we heard at least two threats in there. I'll beat your white ass too. And then it sounds like when she's hitting the car, there's another threat there. So I guess the question is, if someone's outside of your car hitting it saying, I'll beat you, does that give you reasonable belief that you're subject to imminent great bodily harm? That's going to be an interesting legal to, legal question to answer. As far as I'm concerned, from a layman perspective, just an average guy perspective, if someone says, I will beat your ass, and then another person says, no, and pulls out a gun and points that, yeah, don't, don't start shit if you don't want shit, dude. That's, that's kind of how I feel about that. Now, as far as Michigan law, it's going to be a, a separate question. But yeah, but that's operating under the assumption that public opinion is not going to influence the outcome of this case. Like I what suppose, happened with yeah. James Fields. Yeah, I mean, it could that be. That guy didn't have a shot in hell because of public opinion about him. Um, I think that we're going to see cases where it doesn't really matter what the law says um, because public opinion surrounding these people is so toxic. Yeah. Um, obviously, these people did nothing wrong. I think that we can agree agree on that. I mean, cl I mean clearly they did nothing wrong. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, I am on her team. Yeah, I don't know what Michigan law is going to have to say about it, though. I hope that, that these people are getting money just thrown at them. And if she is pregnant, um, she had a double duty to protect herself. I wonder how the law plays in that sense, too. Is there uh, could you be granted a heightened, reasonable fear of great bodily harm or death because of a pregnancy? That's kind of an interesting, not only legal um, question, but philosophical one. Uh, yeah, I, I think. I think definitely so. And then well, like, think about it this way too. I'll beat your ass. Very scary. I'll what your is ass, it? Yeah. One serious blow to the gut as a pregnant chick can yeah. result in that pregnancy ending and that, right. that it can result in the death of the unborn child. Oh God. This is the, mm. this is the world we live in now. The, the only other note I have on this case that I think is an interesting question that a lawyer might be able to answer for me. It looks to me like they're both charged with the same crime. Uh, an aggravated assault charge. Why? The husband, as far as I can tell, never pointed the gun, though. He, so it'd be like a brandish versus actual uh, assault or pointing, pointing of the gun threat type thing. Um, uh, I feel like I'm missing why they have the same charge when the husband never did the pointing the way that she did. But It seems like they're uh, already trying to appease the public, irrespective of the law based on the charges yeah we'll see i'm definitely interested to see how this one plays. all of <laughs> these bode well for the outcome all of it? these legal cases are very fascinating in terms of how we're going to navigate them and of course they're predictable outcomes of stirring up all these ridiculous racial tensions and everybody yeah. trying to not only that but trying to get the viral clip obviously uh our, our friend neo and realist did a great video breakdown of this and his whole point was the black mom the whole time is trying to get the next viral karen video she's trying to bait this lady into being the next viral karen there's a lot of incentive naturally on she cut it off you know right at the point where the chick pulls the gun and that's what well viral. actually i edited it that way there's more there's more to that clip that you can go no, watch no 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 the the, the original video that i saw was oh. like just her pulling out the gun oh it didn't show any of the lead up and it didn't show any oh, of the yeah, lead up yeah of course of course uh okay well let's move on to the uh, provo case uh in provo utah a black lives matter protester shot 
at cars really shot as far as i can tell shot at one car shot into one car during a demonstration on monday maybe there's more though maybe i missed it a uh, video of the incident shows the person shooting multiple times into the cab of a large suv that then uh drives away here's the footage of the shooting so this this is slow motion kind of zoomed in there's a guy it's hard to tell because it's low-res, poor-quality footage, but you can see there, handgun drawn right above the blue hat. And then shots are fired into oh, this yeah. white SUV. Now, here's what it looked like from far away. <laughs> kind of mobs surrounding the car. You heard a shot fired. And then the SUV just takes off. It doesn't seem totally clear what exactly led to this incident or what the conflict between the parties was. I guess the police report is saying that the victim was driving a white SUV on University Avenue and was attempting to turn onto Center Street, so trying to make a, a right or a left turn there. When the group of protesters began crowding around the vehicle, a male protester then ran to the SUV on the passenger side, pointed a handgun at the driver, and shot one round through the window. So it sounds like just uh, the back window. It looked like the side window to me. It nearly killed the driver, though. the The driver is hospitalized. But it not, hit the driver. Yeah, but not dead, as far as I understand. Oh, I didn't know it hit the driver. I just thought it got real close. Well, um, hospitalized. Is... So I don't know what the nature of the injuries are, but you would presume shot. And so it sounds like a classic case, like we've seen in Portland before, when the protesters take over the streets and people are like, no, I have to go to work. I'm going that way. And then they try to get through the crowd and the crowd resists. And it's like, okay, guess I'm going to gently nudge you until I have to run over you, basically. Yeah. That looks like it was the nature of the conflict here. But in any case, on Wednesday, uh, Provo police announced the arrest of 33-year-old Jesse Taggart of Salt Lake City, charged him with attempted aggravated murder, aggravated assault, and other charges. Uh, police say Taggart shot the driver of the SUV on University Avenue as protesters crowded around the vehicle. The driver sustained a non-life-threatening gunshot wound, so was shot. Okay. Taggart reportedly then fired another shot at the rear of the vehicle as it sped away from the scene. So that's where the multiple shots are from. Witnesses told police that Taggart stowed the... <laughs> he went on. He wasn't done. He stowed the weapon after the shooting and went back to protesting, blending in among the other people surrounded at the... Uh, they're attending the, uh, the Black Lives Matter rally. And apparently this same guy approached another vehicle later and struck and broke a window on the car with his gun. So again, just another mostly peaceful day in uh, Provo, Utah, which actually is a mostly peaceful place. It's crazy to think that this sort of nonsense is going to a place like Provo, Utah. But remember, again, how hard the media tried to paint the Virginia and the Michigan armed protests as terrorism and inherently violent. And these events happen where someone is actually shot in aggression and I hear no peep out of national news. The only Nothing. coverage right. I've seen is conservative media and local Utah news. I know if this happened in Virginia at that big rally, or if this happened when they were protesting Gretchen Whitmer at the Michigan state Capitol, we so never what, would have heard the end of it. It would have been CNN uh, headline news for an entire week at minimum. Isn't this making people want to break James Fields out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but why uh, his car was surrounded. They were beating in his tail lights. Oh, I do think he was a schizophrenic and he thought he was going to die. I do think the and first degree murder charge was 
overdone. Outrageous. For he should sure. have spent the rest of his life in jail for what? I don't even know that they could get him on manslaughter. I can't go as like, far as to say James system. James Fields deserves exoneration or something like that. I think that he. Okay. Well, you smirk. Hey, do this on your own channel. You're. <laughs> But I didn't say anything. I can go it's as, an algorithm. I can make faces. I can go as far as to say that the fact that people were beating on his car in a threatening fashion is an, is a basically omitted piece of the fact pattern. Yeah. I don't think that it justifies what he did. But I do think that it, it's important in being complete in the context of what happened. That That's as far as I can go on that. Free James Fields. <laughs> well, and Jerry Sandusky, while you're at it, too. He also <laughs> did nothing wrong. Just keep going. Uh, uh, okay. So, <laughs> tell me about, since you're going to get my channel banned, just <laughs> tell me about how much you laughed at Seattle protesters getting hit by a car. Let's do it. Oh, I, I watched this video like 40 times. Uh, it was just so funny. Just the way they go flying is just peak comedy. Um and that the guy's an African immigrant, also hilarious. This whole thing. Do we know much about him? Is he actually an immigrant, or are you speculating? I I know that he's like a native African. I don't know like anything about this guy, hmm. but I probably could find out. Um, so a woman struck by a vehicle, actually two women, um, that drove onto a closed Seattle freeway early Saturday, plowed into a crowd of protesters. She died. The second woman is in serious condition. I don't know how on earth that second bitch didn't die because she got nailed too. It's hard to tell who's who, but both of them had a bad day for sure. Real bad. Day. Yeah. Um, so the dead one is summer Taylor's 24. She died at Harbor view um, Saturday evening. Um, she arrived at the hospital in critical condition. So she wasn't, you know, DOA, but the driver, a black dude, Dawit Khalid of Seattle. So I don't know. Let me know in the live chat if he's an African immigrant. Fled the scene after hitting the protesters. Um, a protester jumped in a car and chased him for about a mile. He was able to pull his car in front of the Jaguar to stop the vehicle. Hmm. And then they took this guy into um, custody and he's being charged with, uh, I think, murder or attempted mur I, as murder. As far as I saw murder. in this story, they were still like they were still working on the charges. Uh, oh, yeah, instead of I waiting mean, custody or in custody awaiting a court hearing on Monday at which the judge will determine if he can be released on bail. I guess that doesn't speak to the charges, but I don't know that we have formal charges yet. So he, some surprising things about this. Initially I was like 2 AM driving the wrong way. Do you like, want to watch the, uh, the clip first before we go oh, yeah, into yeah, it? We should, we should. Uh, it, 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 it's, I have to censor it for Susan. I'll link in the description if you haven't seen the uncensored version, but uh, this is the general gist of what happened. Yeah, I, that's simple as that. Uh, Damn. Not a good scene. And uh, if you if you listen closely, yeah. you can hear people warning too. Uh, car, car, and it, it's so confusing because it looks like the guy breaks and swerves, but he also hits them so squarely. Like the and big fast, he's going real fast. The big question here is: Was this all some accident, or was it intentional? A lot of factors to me make it almost impossible to believe this was an accident. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, my initial reaction was like brother's drunk. Um, but he, apparently he was not impaired in any way. Yeah. So I guess they've ruled out drugs and alcohol. Right. Uh, so that was shocking. Um, the second thing, because he's black live chat saying he's Somali, okay. but I can't, confirm yeah, I, I don't that. know. Uh, let's see. Oh, he's a Somali immigrant. Is okay. what I'm reading online. Uh, yeah. 
so because of that, like, I just can't imagine that's politically motivated. Maybe. I, I don't know. But here's what gets me is. So his officials were trying to determine motive as well as how he got onto the interstate, uh, as well as how he was driving a Jaguar, potentially. Where did this yeah. Jaguar come from? Where did this from? Jaguar come from? Uh, me, yes, he's the he's the greatest pirate from Somalia. That's I know. That's the best happened. pirate. Anyway, I was like, how did he make all of this money just from running a 7-Eleven? How is that even possible? I, I don't know. I don't know. I should be fair. I know nothing about him. I'm just mm -hmm. speculating. I'm just joking around. But this is what gets me. The, one of the, the investigators or the police uh, police officers here says Meade said, uh, this is the police officer, said they suspect Khalid drove the wrong way on a ramp. Trooper Rick Johnson said the driver went through a barrier that closed the fruit. So not only wrong way onto the interstate, but also through an existing barrier that was closed for this protest. That's many layers of accident that I find too hard. Uh, it's hard to believe that the, if that's just coincidental and it's all a big accident. Whoopsie daisy. I mean based somali question mark is that what happened here maybe he just really hates trannies and this was just like very careful well if uh, if somali pirate was going to come here and start pirating not to be disrespectful but that <laughs> i mean maybe maybe he's just used to driving a boat and so this jaguar <laughs> is just like above his pay grade well not only are we banned by susan but we're going straight to hell <laughs> it was a good night the last fourth of july ever was a good one oh yeah uh, yeah, anyway, he's in custody. As far as I know, we don't have specific charges yet. But, uh, if, if chat is aware of specific charges, please let us know. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was accidental. That, that's what I'm going on. I think, it's, oh, I think it was an accident. Did you see Mayor Jenny Durkin's tweet, too? The Seattle no, mayor, fresh off say? Chaz. She says, my thoughts are with Summer Taylor and, and their family and loved ones. Okay. It is a life tragically lost far too soon, but their legacy will be the real change they marched for. Okay. Uh, yet so again. were they like trannies or non-binary or some stupid thing? They, like they're that. going with they pronouns, or she's going with they pronouns. I assume that's what this person went by. Uh, but here's the thing. Mayor, again, you're, you're sanctioning or endorsing protesting on the interstate. Now, yeah. I, seriously speaking, all jokes aside, uh, and whether the jokes are appropriate or not, whatever, be mad. I, but... This is awful. You don't want to see that sort of thing. It doesn't happen if people aren't protesting freely on the interstate, which, by the way, was shut down by the city, by city personnel for the purpose of protesting. Seems like a bad idea, just like Chaz was a bad idea. Am I supposed to feign sympathy for these dead trannies? Am I supposed to be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you got killed while protesting on the interstate, you fucking moron. <laughs> Also, well, the layers of irony with it being a Somali immigrant that plows into them with a Jaguar. This is like the most hilarious story I've ever heard hashtag, in my life. Hashtag all lives matter. This is a person with a family. This is a person whose life does have value. Seriously speaking, I, I do believe that and I will acknowledge it. That said, we're going to act like Jenny Durkin and this, the idiotic policies in leftist Seattle have nothing to do with this. And it's all just yeah, some unforeseeable outcome. Yeah, don't protest on the interstate. Maybe the outcome would be different. Right. It's just like the shootings in Chaz. Uh, yeah. It's like th these are an obvious outcome of, of uh, total disarray and lawlessness and leftists running the country. It's like this is clearly what's going to happen. It's a, it's a total comedy of errors. Meanwhile, are right, you, you done on Seattle? We'll talk about Minnesota. Or you got anything? Yeah, more we're already banned. It's, it's over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious <laughs> or not, but I still see people chatting on D Live. So if we do get banned, head over there. Uh, no, we're good. Um, 
uh, the last thing I got to say on all this front is a George Floyd update or a Minneapolis update. So I mentioned this with the, the, the Minneapolis governor had already alluded to this previously, but now the governor or the Minneapolis mayor, I should say, has already, had already alluded to this. The governor of Minnesota is now doing the same, asking for federal uh, disaster aid after the Minneapolis riots at the end of May. So Governor Tim Walz has asked President Trump to declare a major disaster because of extensive damage to public infrastructure. Current estimates of the total damage exceed $500 million, the governor says, including $15 million in damages eligible for federal relief related to fires. However, whatever those criteria are, uh, Governor Walls predicts that a projected $1.5 billion state budget surplus in Minnesota will be wiped out. And instead, the state will now face a $2.4 billion shortfall, hence the need for uh, federal help. If I could advise the president, I would say, get out your big, not just your big red no rubber stamp, but a hell no and throw like a Trump smirking gif on there, too. This was a disaster of your choosing mr governor yeah. and mr mayor uh, this wasn't a hurricane this was not an earthquake this was not an alien invasion of your city it was the disaster that you created by telling your law enforcement to stand down and allowing them allowing the rioters to burn down a police precinct as well as i saw a report i think the report in here how many businesses it's something like 15 yeah 1500 businesses damaged to varying degrees yeah, sounds like uh, this is on them and you get nothing. You yeah, get you no broke money. it, you buy it. Yep. Yeah, uh, not a dime from the rest of America. And I'll be pissed if if any FEMA money, any federal money goes to these people. You chose yeah, it, man. Exactly. You chose it. Okay, uh, you want to uh, you want to step out for a minute or whatever you need to do? I can start Super Chat or if you want to stick around to start it. Um. Yeah, how about 15 minutes? I'll come back at 7.32. Okay, we'll see if I have enough. To, we'll see if I have enough to last me that long. Okay, if you don't, would you text me? I can do that. Yeah. Okay. And thank again, guys. Uh, thanks, guys, for um, for being patient with Blonde's oh. availability. Why? Well, my husband just said she's sleeping. So if you want to, okay. it's up to you. If I... you want to keep pushing through the super or through um the stories, and then we could do a block of super chat. At Let's do a little bit of super chat now, just because I, I want uh, right. we we've pushed so far back into the show. But the rest of our our topics tonight are pretty brief, so I think we could still make good time. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Let's see what people are saying over on uh, over on. Um, we got a lot of people hanging out on D Live tonight, so thank you guys for hanging out over there, and thanks for supporting the show. That's very much appreciated. Oh, we are way back up. You're right. Yeah. So you know, otherwise we'll have a big block at the end of the show. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, guys. Very much appreciated. I, you never know how a, a holiday weekend is going to turn out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fifty-five live viewers. Fifty-five hundred. Really? Yeah. Holy cow! That might be a record for us. That's no, up. we've broken six thousand a few times. Have we? That's mm -hmm. up there, though. That's very high. Uh, oh. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Holden Mulray. Hi, Truth Seekers. If you could change one event in history, what would it be? God bless. Um, hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. When, which single event has has changed American history for the worse most significantly? I don't want to answer this. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this... Um, I might say, I don't know that it's a singular event, but I would say the loss of educational institutions to progressive interest has been a huge damage, huge damage. And I know that's not a point in time, but it's an ongoing event. 
Yeah. I mean, I suppose I should be thinking more along the lines of world history, but if I'm thinking since it's 4th of July, yesterday was 4th of July, yeah. we're thinking talking American history, probably the worst thing that has ever happened to this country is the 1965 Immigration Act. Hmm. So that's what I would go with. Um, only immigration from European countries, or at least majority. Okay, Ann Coulter, calm down. That's totally true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's an okay answer. I'm not super happy with it. But sure. Ryan Yakamoto. I just got back from a six-month patrol. It was interesting watching the world go to hell from the middle of the ocean, but I'm glad to see you're still going strong. Happy late Independence Day from Japan. Thank you, Ryan. We appreciate it. Um, Asian number one. Unfashionable observation says one of the best things an average person can do to improve society is to have a large family and homeschool their kids. You'll avoid liberal indoctrination and have a close-knit family. It's also easier than you think. I'm with you, but um, there is no escaping this with your children. Like they're, they're going to be exposed. No matter where you raise in the United States at this point, they're going to be exposed to this somehow. So instilling in them like a high moral value and respect for you so they don't rebel super hard is probably going to be key. Um, God help me if Emmeline turns out to be like a tattooed feminist. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go crazy. I'll, I'll be I couldn't find a rainbow hijab for uh, for the baby shower. I'll have to track one down later. I'll have to be 5150. Like they'll put me in a psychiatric <laughs> ward. Do you, have you selected them. godparents for this child yet? Am I in the running? Yeah. Okay. You, you have to be Catholic. Oh, all right. um, well, so it's got to be my brother. I haven't closed the door yet. Don't count me out. Okay. <laughs> all right just convert um, we'll talk about it we'll oh, figure it you out. were baptized catholic i you? was baptized but i i wouldn't consider myself catholic today obviously although i don't as we've talked about frequently i'm on a journey man i i'm on a i'm on a journey on these concepts I'm, i don't have the door closed to anything yeah yeah but once they baptize you they got you for life um all right fair enough eric burns marsh maxwell has not been arkansided yet not <laughs> yet but it's coming as far as we rocky know. yeah really rocky mountain monk a uh, big shout out to chief of our denver meetup group Brittany, who just gave birth last wednesday to a beautiful baby girl congratulations, oh, congrats. congrats awesome that's so cool uh klgy88 theory millions out of work getting 600 extra on their unemployment checks and nothing to do equals an absurd amount of illegal fireworks <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably true one is related to the other i bet i live in albuquerque and or abq yeah uh, albuquerque right and it's been the most I've seen starting three weeks ago. Um, maybe that's true. Uh, Polaris five eighty nine. If Trump is Putin's puppet, why would he be jeopardizing? Why would he jeopardize Trump's reelection by putting bounties on American troops? This whole story is so retarded that I don't even think we're going to talk. Yeah, about it. Uh, we could, but I just what, these sources say stories. I'm so tired of. I'm so tired of giving them legitimacy. Get back to me with the proof, yeah. and we'll talk about it. Mr. Obi-Wan 2020, I got an AR and christened it on the Ooh. 4th. Like a good American, keep up the good work, you two. We're trying. Good, How'd congratulations. I imagine he went to the range or something. Mm. Oh, I just assumed that, like, never mind. Maybe there's a more religious, uh, like, baptism ceremony for it. I don't know. But that's more wholesome than I, what I was yeah. thinking. Um, I bought PN says, uh, big donation. My donation for getting Matt and Blonde's faces on Mount Rushmore. You guys <laughs> will look good up there with George and pals. We are important historical figures on par with george washington that is the truth well they're gonna tear it down and thank you for supporting the show i am not gonna be niggardly they're, they're planning to tear it down sometime soon so we got to replace it with something uh uh yeah really uh fang zang says kermit the frog milky milky warm and tasty do i do i have to read this i don't know i don't even know i don't have it in front of me so i don't know how crazy it is or not 
don't know, but it's a lot of it's talking a lot about milk from mommy's udders. I don't want to read this. Do I have to? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's up to you. It's, I, I defer. I you read guys it. can push it with the racism, but like, don't make me read stuff about. I don't want to read this. Sorry. Bang. I laughed. Sappy semen. Uh, that chick was the Caitlin Ohashi of getting hit by a car. Is that a gymnast uh, or something? Yeah, that, that it is, is. I looked. It is there a we gymnast. go. I googled it. Yeah, an excellent gymnast. And Sappy, you sent that twice. So if you want us to refund your money, just let us know, and we will do that. Sure. Yeah, I can take um, care of it. it. There were a lot of flips. Twice. If you didn't see the footage, I encourage you to go watch it. Uh, yeah, it's actually like, not that graphic because it's far away. The footage that I've seen, there are a lot of flips. <sighs> yeah, she did get. Simone Biles, uh, arson and <laughs> that, that, that's a different context too. Cause didn't she get abused by that, uh, that Michigan state oh, guy? <laughs> yeah. I would have said got Larry Nassard. Then. Oh yeah. Larry Nasser. That's right. That's who it was. Um, it's really sad. I watched a documentary about that on Netflix. It's like, I, I cannot believe what happened to those girls. Those yeah. poor girls. Um, arson and I can't listen tonight, but I wanted to let freedom ring. Happy 4th of July to my favorite millennials. Thank you oh, so well, much. Thanks. Happy uh, 4th um, of July to you as well. And uh, another thank you on that one. I am not going to be niggardly. Uh, first son of man, uh, Jill Lane is going to get to stay alive as long as she in indicates Trump. Yeah, really. I that, wonder that's if the that's key. the aim. That, we, we're wondering because the Black Lives Matter steam is going to run out. Is this mm -hmm. the next steam? For sure. Yeah, maybe. You might be onto something. Uh, Big Red Doggy says, Blonde is un-American and can get out. <laughs> shooting off fireworks and shooting guns is wholesome, even if it's 2 a.m. Hell, we blew up Tannerite for the 4th. Hope you had a good 4th, everybody. Yeah, but I'm a mom now, and so I'm like, everybody shut up so I, my baby can sleep. I hope you had a good one, too. Uh, I, I admit that I get, like, kind of annoyed by fireworks in the neighborhood, but I am not so, I'm not so un-American that I will, like, call the police for that sort oh, no. of thing. Yeah. I'd never, but... Um, yeah. It was just privately annoying me. Yeah. I'm allowed to be annoyed. Bobby Collins says, I lolled when I saw Tweedledee and Tweedledum <laughs> got hit on the highway. Uh, Those are yeah, Susan Band lols. You can't have them. No private lols. Uh, Eric J says, when we, when we, or when can we start forever sleeping these whiny degenerate children who base the value of their life on what is given to them instead of what is earned? It's um, interesting way to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to disavow the forever sleeping, but uh, me too. I would never advocate something <laughs> but like that. As far as valuing or defining the value of their life on what is given to them instead of what is earned, I think is a is a very crucial way to think about that and put it. That's true, and I would never advocate uh, violence in any real way. It's only a way for me to. This show is catharsis for me. It's a way for me to vent without actually like sure. bringing this rage into my daily life. And I and I can't. I have to think that our show is successful because what I say is what people are thinking. Yeah. But what you say is how people want to be, <laughs> or what they would say publicly to. Or what they would say publicly. Uh, right. That's um, a very interesting way to phrase it too. Yeah. I think it's cathartic for people well, to listen to and, this show. And seriously speaking, on the like the the weird hrt boobs guy with the the hula skirt the grass hula skirt or whatever we're looking at there i f i really feel for a person in that position that that's a person who's not going what i'm saying is that's a person who's probably been misled on a lot of fronts into a life that inevitably leads almost certainly to unhappiness and i take Fine, no but joy also, in that fuck that guy well he is being a huge douche yeah but i i want to maintain a, a hope 
that we can use that sort of display as a as a way to persuade people about the faults of this worldview. Not only just about, I'm not even talking about like transgenderism in, in general. I'm talking about this life of hatred and envy for police or whoever else. When you live a life that is just based on the, the hatred of others or the envy of others, focused on others in general, you lose focus on yourself. And the, the second you stop focusing on yourself, the quality of your own person, your own life inevitably deteriorates because you're not paying attention to it anymore. You're just yeah, inherently awesome. But also this uh, focus on self has manifested in all of these problems on the left. Too. Yeah, that's, that's probably fair. Like that guy only cares about himself. Uh, I guess what, how would I, how would I phrase this? I think you should be concerned with yourself first and foremost. I think you should clean up your room. For example, I think the distinction is the belief, it's kind of like the uh, participation ribbon culture, the belief that you are inherently awesome and high achieving by virtue of your existence, as opposed to by virtue of your work and achievements. Mm -hmm. I, that's, yeah. that's sort of the distinction that I'd get at. The HRT fairy. That's what we should call that. Guy. <laughs> um, Juan Roca says, continue the great work. My coworker got me into your show. Uh, shout out to Garcia, whom has an easy life. Well, thanks. Sounds like some shade. <laughs> very um, much appreciated to, to uh, your friend and anyone who shares the show person to person that's uh that's all that's our only hope these days you're the obi-wan kenobi of this show because susan is the darth vader and we're screwed i know we yeah. are screwed uh anderson bush y'all should check out warrior poet society youtube channel it's time to bust yeah. the rust sharpen the skills and move to the boonies i hear you i i'm aware mm -hmm. and they just launched a new uh paid subs uh, like a paid subscription channel it's called like disney plus for men is the concept but if you want to learn self-defense skills and just all around awesome gun and freedom entertainment warrior poet society is a great bat for sure let's just do a few more privilege yeah. press can you guys shout out my novel opportunity opportune itty knockers <laughs> I don't know if that's serious or not, but great title. Uh, and, unless it's like a really dirty romance novel, I can't make <laughs> much sense of it. Um, that's yeah. funny, though. Uh, Dakota Stanton, they're undocumented fireworks, not illegal blonde. I apologize. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Kung Flu Fury. Eight-year-old girl shot and killed by peaceful protesters in Atlanta last night. Atlanta mayor is now calling to end the peaceful protest. No, I Why? can't believe it. But they're so peaceful. Uh, Tyler Hagginson, longtime listener, so I figured I'd support... Cheers from another person in Coeur d'Alene. All right. You got Keep friends. We got friends Come to the just hangout. down the block. Yeah. You can meet me and see that I have a lower body that's <laughs> rough oh, shape yeah. these days. Unlike the George um, Floyd dummy. <laughs> Facts. Grumbledore. The summer of Chaz is over. Winter is coming. And with it comes the wrath of the pale apes. <laughs> Why lives matter? That's hate speech. I'll do two more and then we'll move on. All right. Uh, Jeremy Rainman says... Mar and Blonde, I assume that means Matt. The LA fireworks story is mostly fake news. Orange County adjacent to LA is always like that every fourth. Is oh, it? and some other municipal areas have lots of illegal rockets going off. This isn't news. I did not know that. Well, it, it, I, I'm open to it. I, if you can show me a year in the past that looks just like that, um, maybe that is the status quo. But the point too is that was also illegal this year. My understanding is there are additional restrictions this year. Hmm. So maybe it is status quo, but... There are additional restrictions in place this year that maybe weren't in place years prior, and that makes it an act of rebellion, and I, I appreciate it. Or maybe I have a, a bad understanding. Definitely send, send the information my way in any circumstance. I just appreciate a place like L.A. going that crazy with American patriotism. That's a welcome yeah. sight, regardless of whether it's to be expected or not. 
Sorry, guys, my phone's off. Um, last one for right now is Daniel Kungel. June set a new record for firearm background checks, 40% of them first-time buyers. Good. I've been a firearm owner for 20 years, but I contributed to that June record with my first AR. Good. Why? Marika. Good. That Congratulations. A, that's a good reason. I'm just, I do have a few over on Streamlabs, and I will get to Streamlabs first next up. So thank you for your patience, guys. But I just want to check in with a few over here. Six foot white Jesus. This from uh, the other day, actually. Looked at my old YouTube activity and found lots of late, late night show BS after the 2016 election after several Colbert SNL <laughs> wank sessions. The old algorithm finally bugged out and gave me Matt's fresh takes on November 25th. Been a fan ever since Snowwave 2020. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm surprised you found your way to my channel. Uh, that way but thanks for supporting the show Cameron says uh, a white couple defends their home from a violent mob and the media smear campaign is working overtime to ruin their lives but an armed black nationalist group can march down the street calling for open hostilities against whites and not a peep from the mainstream media I've heard about this I probably should have looked into it more today but apparently there's a some sort of black nationalist militia group I might be mischaracterizing that's just how I've seen it characterized uh, basically saying yeah this is our version of like I don't know uh, the three percenters or whatever, or the proud boys or whatever, come out and fight us. Let's have militia wars in the street is more or less. I've seen this characterized. Uh, so I'll have to look into it. Thank you, Cameron. Candy Mac, uh, our, our respiratory therapist update person down in Florida says, so Southwest Florida is much busier than the beginning, but every person in our ICU is 300 plus pounds. My guess COVID-19 is fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> also, we are mandated to wear goggles on top of our N95 masks and shield, which tells me apparently just having a mask won't work. Well, I've heard a lot of stories about people getting the virus through uh, eye entry. Yeah. So your your mask over your face uh, or just your mouth and nose is probably not going to do that much. Anyway, we'll come back to uh, Super Chat. Thanks for patience, guys. And that's a good transition point for me. Thank you guys over on uh, DLive as well. Much appreciated uh, because it's a good transition point because I want to talk just a little coronavirus. And yes, I will be as quick as possible because I know coronavirus is not necessarily entertaining, but I don't want to do our part to counter the mainstream media fear on the death cases. We talked about it or on the deaths, or, sorry, on the cases, the case rise, the case spike is all we're seeing lately. We talked about why they're not <laughs> focusing on deaths uh, at all anymore last week. That trend continues this week. We had something like uh, a little over 200 or 250 deaths, corona deaths per day, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Those yeah. are, again, the lowest numbers in this country since March 23rd and 24th. That was before many states actually locked down. So media and politicians keep warning us that deaths follow cases. Oh, yeah, the deaths are low now, but just wait. In a few weeks after this spike, uh, you'll see, you'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be a corona apocalypse. We'll see, yeah. Well, again, the current spike in cases we can see here, that started, the rise started right around mid-June, June 15th and 16th. We're almost three weeks removed from that initial start of the rise now. We're still not seeing the corona death increase that the, the chicken littles have been forecasting. And of course, the, the thing I want to talk about is if you buy into the death statistics um, or, or if you buy into them at all, as we previously discussed, uh, the deaths have been inflated significantly, in my opinion. And I think our opinion, we probably share that. We've talked about it a lot on the show. The, if you grant the idea that they've been inflating the death count by counting anybody with coronavirus who died as a coronavirus death, well, would it be possible that the case spike that we've seen lately is also the result of unsubstantiated inflation? There's now anecdotal evidence to suggest that that may be happening. Uh, a tweet from a journalist and political commentator, Cambry 
uh, Kawahini, sorry for mispronunciation, went viral this weekend. She writes, quote, my parents' friends went to get tested for coronavirus. I believe this is in, yeah, it's in Texas. Uh, they waited in line for two hours and then decided to leave without getting tested hours later. And they got a phone call saying they tested positive. They are lying about coronavirus numbers in Texas. Quite disgusting. So the idea here, uh, just to make sure you follow, is that tester, testers are using the answers on the paperwork to diagnose presumed positive coronavirus cases in much the same way we had presumed coronavirus deaths previously without actually getting the test results. So if you fill out the paperwork and you answer, yeah, I've been uh, in contact with someone who has coronavirus or yeah, I traveled recently to a hotspot. The allegation here is they will use that information to diagnose you with a positive test result on that presumption, not on an actual positive test result now granted this is one person's claim and we don't even get to see the paperwork or any tangible evidence it's and indeed it's a, it's a secondhand claim to my parents friends said this take it with a grain of salt take it with some degree of skepticism it's weak evidence I it. <laughs> but yeah uh we know they did we know this was done with deaths and i think it'd be naive to think that this isn't happening with cases why because the plausible corona bodies that they had before have already been counted. You can't maintain that inflated count when people aren't without inventing deaths without yeah. like yeah. making people up and counting them. So uh, it seems to me highly plausible that this sort of thing would be happening with the case count too. It seems like the natural result of running out of uh, plausible Corona bodies. And uh, I think we'll, we'll learn more on this front in due time here. Yeah, but the thing about the deaths is um, even if they were increasing, they lost the right to initiate or enforce any kind of lockdown when they started sanctioning the protests. So yeah, uh, it doesn't even matter to me uh, if deaths were increasing. I still would resist any kind of, um, of lockdown measure because I'm not fucking doing that while people are <laughs> looting Louis Vuittons and cities are burning <laughs> to the ground. And yeah. They're allowing protesters to do whatever they want. No, yeah. I'm not doing any of that shit. You lost the right. Thank you, George Floyd. You're an American hero. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, I, I'll be quick on the Roberts front here because we already forecasted this on the show two weeks ago. Not we that did. it was a difficult prediction. It was a pretty obvious one, but it did, in fact, turn out to be true. The Supreme Court did strike down a Louisiana law this week that would have required abortion providers to have admitting privileges at a hospital within 30 miles of the abortion clinic. If the law went into effect, opponents of the law said it would leave just one abortion provider in the pra uh, in practice in the state. The court uh, struck down the law as unconstitutional five to four, as we discussed with Roberts siding with the left wing of the court. And we'll get to Roberts reasoning in a moment here, but to understand him, you have to understand a 2016 case from Texas that had as far as I can tell, basically identical facts. So Texas tried the same law. If you're an abortion provider, you have to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital. And the court ruled against Texas in 2016, saying the law imposed a so-called undue burden against women seeking abortions. That's in violation of the undue burden standard established by the court in Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992. Now, what's noteworthy here is Roberts dissented in that case. Roberts mm. said that law is constitutional. He now sticks up for the Louisiana case uh, and says that this law 
is unconstitutional, not based on his own constitutional understanding or his own constitutional philosophy, just based on the fact that the Texas precedent is on the books. So he says that because the Texas case exists, the Louisiana law can't stand either. He writes in part, quote, the Louisiana law imposes a burden on access to abortion just as severe as that imposed by the Texas law for the same reasons. Therefore, Louisiana's law cannot stand under our precedents. So TLDR, even though Roberts thinks, presumably, if he stands by his reasoning in the Texas case, he thinks in his own philosophy and constitutional interpretation that both the Texas and Louisiana laws are fine, He's striking down the Louisiana law because the court struck down the Texas law previously. So to give you an, uh, an analogy here, this is like ruling. Well, even though I think that separate but equal in Plessy versus Ferguson is unconstitutional, Plessy versus Ferguson is still on the books. Like if, if Brown yeah. v. Board had done this, Plessy versus Ferguson still on the books. So we have to go with that. Well, the problem with that philosophy is you must answer the question what brings something off the books? Is there a such thing as horribly reasoned and wrong precedent? What is that? Tell me what that is. And if there's no such thing as precedent that the court should abandon, why even bother hearing the cases that have already been decided? What's the point? Just have a robot do it. Yeah, really. So Roberts really, uh, it, the, the, this, I, I hate this philosophy. I hate this philosophy that, that precedent is the most important thing above all else. There is a such thing as a garbage precedent that should be overturned. We've seen it time and time again in this country. And as I don't understand in Robert's philosophy what distinguishes a precedent to be upheld versus a garbage precedent that should be overturned. Yeah. Now, as far as the undue burden standard, a few things. Um, this regulation, as far as I understand, this idea that if you're going to have an outpatient medical center being required under law to have admitting privileges at a nearby hospital. My understanding is that's legally common in a lot of states. So if you provide outpatient surgeries at a clinic, for example, many states will require you to have hospital admission privileges close by in case the surgery goes awry and the patient needs hospital care. So why would the abortion context be any different? Why can't, let's put it this way. Why can we have this, that undue burden on a knee surgery, but we can't have an undue burden on an abortion. Now, if you answer, well, because one is a constitutional right and the other isn't, it seems very odd to me that a constitutional right to privacy, on which the abortion right is allegedly based, see Roe versus Wade, a constitutional right to privacy includes a right to an abortion, but not a right to a knee surgery? Why? What would be... Or any medical... Yeah, uh, yeah. any medical procedure of your choosing. That makes no sense. And if this is what frustrates me most out of all of this, I shouldn't even say most. There's a lot of frustrating angles here, but I am frustrated by the lack of consistent application of this so-called undue burden standard, especially as it would apply to, I don't know, actual constitutional rights. So when are we going to get an undue burden standard for the Second Amendment, for example, on buying, transferring, transporting guns? Mm -hmm. We are chipping away at real constitutional rights. <laughs> And made-up constitutional rights are being protected with made-up standards. And John Roberts just shrugs and goes, well, nothing I can do, even though this is philosophically bunk. Nothing I can do because it was decided by some idiot decades ago. Right. And that's why we're always talking about uh, creating precedent on this show. Like, uh, when we were talking about this two weeks ago, people are like, well, it's not really that big of a deal. It's like, well... It is that big of a deal if it's used for more important decisions in, in the future. Yeah. 
because uh, you really can't undo precedent. It's always going to be used to take things further. Uh, so we have to be careful in in that way. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no rolling it back, is there? Uh, not through. It's definitely not through John Roberts. You're not going to count on him rolling back a damn thing. I don't think. But um, in the interest of time, we will keep the show rolling on. And it is that time, which I'm very excited for. And now the nobody saw it happen, but it's totally a product of Trump's America hoax hate crime of the week. Ah, shit, it's backwards. This isn't it is, <laughs> it is. That's why I played the sounder in addition to just loving playing the sounder. It's not a hoax hate as much as it's prank hate or accidental hate, but uh yeah, the swastika is wrongly oriented, so the the theme fits. And whatever's going on here, I find it hilarious. So this is Brook Park, Ohio. Thanks to everybody who sent this to my inbox. I probably I don't know how many people sent this to me, but I'm glad that you did not let me miss this one because it's a great story. A couple picked up a hot and ready pizza at Little Caesars last weekend and discovered a pepperoni swastika on the pizza when they opened the box. Here's the uh, local news story. So there you go. That's it. Jason and Misty Laska are still in shock about their late night snack, a pizza pie with the pepperoni arranged in the form of a swastika sign. He looks over and he's just like, and I'm like, jaw dropped. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, who would do this? And why would they think it's a joke to play, like, with signs and symbols like that in a time like today? That's not funny. It's not funny, especially <laughs> everything else that's going on in the world right now. There should not be this kind of hate still happening today. They snapped a photo of the pizza with the swastika sign and posted it to social media. Misty says someone told her it was a group of teens who made the pizza and that they were just joking around. One of the teens mistakenly sold it to her husband. Sunday morning, I stopped by Little Caesars to talk about the incident, but no one would go on camera to talk. Now, by the way, underrated part of this news story, she tries to talk to some someone involved at the business about the swastika. Watch this just a borderline peel out to get out of there, hightailing it away from this little oh, season. No one would go on camera to talk. <laughs> the store was supposed to open at 11 a.m., but stayed closed. We're trying to solve hate. And even even if this was just a joke internally for the employees, these are the kinds of things that keeps it fueled. Yeah. Like, just stop. Right on. Stop with the symbolism. Let it go away. Okay. Reporting in Brook Park, CN New Yorker, 19 News. So they didn't even eat the pizza? Well, that's what I was wondering, because this, I think this reporting is from Sunday. I think they got the pizza last Saturday night. So they definitely didn't eat it for like at least 12 hours. What a waste of a perfectly good pizza. I would be honored to have received that pizza. Because it's a hot and ready, too. It's a stroke of luck. It wasn't made for them. It just yeah. got it got on the stack accidentally, and they happened to get it. It's like finding a four-leaf clover. Yeah, this is true. Uh, yeah, it's it a happened. Hoax in that, in that, it wasn't done with malice. They weren't like, let's give this Watsika pizza yeah. to these Jews. It was just some random. <laughs> and you know, it's a bunch of like stoned teenagers yeah. scrolling through 4chan on their phone that are like, uh, let's uh make this Watsika pizza or something. Who cares? It's funny. Everybody chill out. It's fine eat the pizza right. it's just as delicious well that's why the husband really bummed me out here stop with the symbolism we're trying to stop this is what keeps hatred fueled no insisting words and symbols 
keep hate fueled with regardless of their intent is what keeps hate fueled. You know this was not an intentional hate message. You investigated and clarified. You know that's not the case. I could argue just as credibly that his skinhead look is also a symbol of hate. And he'd come back and say, well, no, that's not the intent behind my skinhead look. And say, oh, so intent does matter then. Yeah, really. So it's not just the symbols that matter. It's the fact that you assign them intent, you give them power, you give them influence. If you want these things not to matter anymore, laugh at a goddamn pepperoni swastika on your pizza. It's funny. And I, yeah. I just fundamentally disagree if you think it's not funny. I yeah. think that's hilarious. I, I And if this guy doesn't think this is funny, I hope he gets a dick next time. I hope he gets a big old dick and balls made out of pepperoni on his pizza. Something more suited to his comedy tastes. Yeah. I mean, I do take issue with the Swatska being incorrect. Yeah, that's a bummer. And the other like reason... Kids, you are so close. The other so subtle close. point here that people identified that you know it's not meant... It was an accident and it's not meant for public consumption. It's not sliced. The thing is just whole. Nobody mm -hmm. ever sliced the thing. It's just sitting there as a whole pizza pie. Anyway, uh, okay. The last thing I want to talk about before we uh, wrap up the night's topics. Uh, I just found this hilarious piece of surprise cringe before the show today. And uh, it does, I don't have much to say about it. But we saw some displays of uh, admirable American patriotism. We'll close the show with a little black piece, uh, black pill piece of... Um, a little black piece. <laughs> America, America hatred. Check this out. I'm ashamed to be an American where not all folks are free. And I won't forget the enslaved who died and built this place for free. So I proudly lift up all the folks who are still oppressed today. Cause there ain't no doubt this ain't our land. Fuck Trump and fuck the USA. Oh, brave, stunning. Wow. Well done. Uh, if you're If you're interested, you might not be able to see it on your screen there, but the uh, TikTok handle is at Midwest Queer. That's at Midwest Queer. I did a little TikTok surveillance, and uh, apparently it was the girl on the left who owns the account, and she apparently trolls around her podunk right-wing community wearing Bernie Sanders and Black Lives Matter shirts to really piss them off. I'm sure. I'm sure she really makes them mad. It's always a fat chick. And every time I was curious too. I couldn't find out and I, I didn't care to invest that much time into this. But what state is she in Midwest queer? What state are you in? If you're in a Midwestern state, there's a high probability that slavery was never a thing yeah. in that yeah. state. So we're going to talk about how slaves built this land for free. Well, that's that's debatable even in the, in the southern context. But you're likely in a state where slavery was never legal. Yeah. Please explain how slavery built your surroundings. And I, they're just scrolling the account, too. I mean, not only does she hate her country, but it's fun. It's funny to watch these videos of, I hate the stupid town I live in. I patrol around and try to piss people off. Move! Move. Yeah, Why yeah. are you going to college in a podunk town? Or move to, with your parents. Move though. to Seattle and protest on the interstate. Try that. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to see those two girls flying off the hood of a Jaguar. <laughs> Defensively, Susan. Defensively. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's a show. Um... We did it. We did it. I, I promised I'd catch up with um, with Streamlabs first. Um, so I'll hop over there. Thanks for your patience, guys. Um, Mike DeWine Shit Eating Grin says, Getting lost in a uh, in the hubbub of blonde pooping out a baby. We all forgot to celebrate Killdozer Day last month. Look forward. Uh, look or look towards your drive. Look towards your driveway and remember Marvin Hemeyer. 
He died for your property rights. Yeah, I, I actually didn't know that much about that story until I saw Count Dankula's Mad Lads video about it. Do you remember that one? Mm -hmm. Long story short, this guy had basically been taxed and regulated out of existence. His business or his home, I can't remember the exact context, but he was a he was like a, a, a guy with engineering knowledge and construction capability. So he took a bulldozer and built basically a concrete enclosure around it, impenetrable to any small arms. And he drove the bulldozer, this was in Colorado, drove the bulldozer through all kinds of city property. Just started destroying the city's property because the city had destroyed his life. Yeah. And they brought in like GTA style, Grand Theft Auto style resistance to him. But with your standard rifle, your, your small caliber rifle, you can't get through this guy's <laughs> this guy's concrete shield he built around his bulldozer so the guy just ran rampant around the town destroying public property until he killed himself that's how he died he shot himself he got the Aww. bulldozer stuck and he shot himself that's what well, that's a sad ending but well done before that oh he put it you you got to watch some like a how have i never heard about it's this, this guy went into such engineering detail on this kill dozer. when was this uh, like 2005, 2006, something like that. Oh, I feel like I really should have known about this. I feel like I should have too. But this is, again, something I didn't realize until... This is the sort of thing that you don't necessarily learn about in a mainstream media context or in even like a public school context. In the same way I knew almost nothing about Ruby Ridge and Waco prior to going down those rabbit holes for myself. They don't teach us about those patriotic mad lads, do they? Well, uh, debate... Uh, well... His patriotism or his commitment to the principles of freedom uh, can't be debated. Uh, you could debate some other things about his strategy, but uh, not that. A Giga Chad says, did you hear that Susan angrily banned Jared Taylor after she couldn't compete or couldn't complete his fitness challenge because <laughs> her because her face kept getting in the way. And there's a link to a pinch shoot video. Yeah. I didn't I didn't hear that one. Uh, I would like to see a Susan versus Jared Taylor debate. That's all I can say. Jared yeah. Taylor, um, you know, agree or disagree or whatever. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, as far as I've ever heard, he doesn't threaten violence. He doesn't make threats of destruction or anything like that against other no, people. No, he seems like such a kind, mild mannered man. Listen to him. Seriously speaking, listen to his debate with Fareed Zakaria from CNN. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I again agree or disagree. I don't see on what basis you can ban him other than we don't like his opinion. Uh, Candy Max says, happy fourth all. Uh, what an amazing set of ideas. America uh, had people uh, had people just don't get it or people just don't get it religious or not. We need to pray for our nation for blondes, baby and my grandchildren to live in freedom and keep the idea of America alive. Certainly hoping for that for sure. Metal Man, <laughs> Dewitt Kalete, Kalit, whatever his name is, the guy who ran over the uh, protesters in Seattle, actually didn't do nothing. <laughs> that's the fifth time we're, that's only, we've survived this long. Because some, some fucking smooth brain leftists thought it would be a good idea to play on a freeway at night. No, I agree. Like, it, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not going to celebrate the death of anybody, obviously. Don't don't hang out and, and treat an interstate like a playground, especially at night. That's playing with fire. 
and you got burned. Kim says, uh, happy 4th of July to celebrate. I went to a range and shot a handgun for the first time. It was awesome. Nice. This show definitely helped push me in that direction. Thank you for all you do for America. Well, I'm glad to hear you have decided to uh, exercise your Second Amendment rights and take your own personal safety into your own hands. And good luck in your journey. And um, if you decide to purchase, don't make the mistakes I did. Don't buy pretty, buy functional, especially to start. Xander says, uh, every time I see blonde with her braid, all I can think about is Greta Thunberg. What? That's an insult. Fighting words. Phil I'm not says, an anorexic uh, child. What is. <laughs> can I say jogger? I don't know. Like, I'm seriously speaking, can I say jogger anymore? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm weary of these joggers harassing white people and being allowed to walk away. Consider reparations paid, GTFO. That's true. That was a reparations moment. The, the, seriously speaking, uh, the patience up until the pulling of the gun was actually pretty commendable. And I still support, on principle, the pulling of the gun. You threatened to beat her ass. It was a defensive gun pulling. But the patience she displayed leading up to that was lengthy and admirable. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I. Anyway, uh, okay, we'll come back to Streamlabs. You want to catch us up on YouTube? Uh, sure. Um, no one says, Happy Independence Day to my fellow white supremacists in the chat, JK. Um, on a serious note, how <laughs> are we power, supposed white to... White power, just like that yeah, right. uh, Trump, Trump supporter guy. How are we supposed to share a country with people in a party that despise both it and its basic principles? Yeah, uh, I wonder that. Well, that's what was interesting, too. I was listening to Laurel's stream, our friend Laurel, uh, before the show, and she was talking about Trump's speech. Did you watch Trump's speech from uh, Mount Rushmore? I I read about it. I didn't watch it. Uh, We did watch it. And it was, uh, speaking honestly, it's what you would expect. It was a presidential speech, so it wasn't wasn't campaign Trump. It wasn't jab, fun, comedy Trump. It was like, here's a a history of the men depicted on this uh, on this monument, Trump. But it's interesting that it was characterized as divisive. It's like it's only divisive if you consider pro-America to be divisive. Right. That is divisive now. Sticking up for this country and the people who built it and the values they were pursuing and the principles they upheld. That's divisive now. Okay. This is why it's so important for people to stop apologizing for past behavior. Mm. Uh, because the standards of what is acceptable have changed so drastically. And it is yeah. also... Um, incumbent on every single one of us to push the standards for what is comfortable conversation which is why i am so abrasive um (laughs) job well done yeah (laughs) well i do think that people really need to push it and make people feel uncomfortable and insert some casual racism in the conversations because it it helps to desensitize people i mean this is just so absurd how (laughs) how offended how offended everybody's getting for like really minor stuff um, yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna continue to constrict unless people push back in the other direction. That's why I'm sympathetic to the air on the wrong air on the the offensive side of those things. I don't want to say wrong. I mean air on the, the the shocking side, so to speak, because we are seeing a rapid and drastic constriction of the Overton window, and I would yeah. like that window to be as wide as possible. As possible, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, Chemical 666 says Kaepernick's hair size is direct correlation to the size of the strap on that his girlfriend pegs him with. <laughs> Thank you. That's funny. Uh, Shady Endeavor. Freedom explosives here in Orange County uh, lasted from 5 p.m. until 1 a.m. Constant, nonstop, insane, and amazing. Also, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai looked amazing. Good. I'm glad to hear uh, California still has Patriots left. 
Yes. Uh, Boogeyman917. I hope both of you had a lovely 4th of July weekend. Cheers. Thank you so much. We I, did. We did, too. It, uh, it was uh, surprisingly awesome. There were a lot of good yeah. surprises in how our, our weekend developed. So hope the same for you. Boogeyman 917, I just read that. Hotel Wakanda said, All right, everyone, I drove Uber last night in LA and the fireworks went on like that from 7 to 11 and tapered off. Easy to get illegal fireworks here, unlike gun control, of course. That's about all. (laughs) You can only get illegal fireworks. You wonder with how many fireworks were set aside to be sold and then with all these bans and stuff, what do you do if you got an entire warehouse full of fireworks and the state says no sales? It's like, all right, we're going to get on Facebook and message our friends. We're going to post some uh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink posts on Craigslist and see what we can do. Lee Coy, how about cops lose qualified immunity when politicians do? If we Hmm. can't hold politicians accountable for thought out decisions that result in death, how do we hold cops accountable for split second decisions? That's a pretty good point. Yeah, I, I need to look into this issue some more. People are talking about it all the time. I don't know that much about it, so I need to learn more. But I, I share your general perspective there. It, it, I know the current case is Elizabeth Warren smeared Nick Sandman on the Senate floor. And there's a legal question about whether she can be held responsible for the defamation since she was acting as a senator. She has some special yeah. protection there or something. Yeah. Um, mm. M. Cobb says, as a Canadian, it's time for Trump to use the military to end this crap. How many more eight year old girls need to die? Hashtag her life mattered more. Mm. Um I mean, I'm sympathetic. To that. The great we debate talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah. Should the feds get involved and start uh, whipping these places into shape? No doubt that I'm sympathetic with young people losing their lives unjustly. That yeah. is, that's awful. Uh, I, yeah, I, at the end of the day, I'm still going to stick with a, a more, uh, I'm, I'm going to allow states and localities to manage these affairs for themselves. And I'm going to, I, I, I'll stick with that on principle on a political level. I also fear that a lot of this is a trap for the president. Go in there with guns blazing an accident happens, something bad happens. And all of a sudden you got Trump in the worst political scandal of his career. Could you imagine Trump ordered military um, accidentally kill someone? Yeah. Could could, uh, I know that everybody's life in this calculation matters. This eight year old girl in, um, in, in Atlanta matters. Certainly the, the young people who have been killed. But I, I worry that it's an attempt to get more people killed for that sort of political trap purpose. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Coffee Jones, longtime listener, first time super chatter. Love the show. Thanks for the great content. Oh, the irony of a white Black Lives Matter activist getting herself run over by a black man and possibly ruining his life. Yeah. Double irony with the Somali immigrant status and the Jaguar. It's, it's this is crazy. This it was a ra- crazy. it was a regular rainbow blender. That one, just everybody got screwed over. Yeah. I love these diverse murders and manslaughter. <laughs> super hilarious. Uh, Jacob C says, "Hey Matt and Blonde, hope you had a kick-ass Fuller Fourth of July. Wanted to share this thought. Patriotism needn't be blind. Hmm. You can celebrate why a nation was founded while acknowledging we need to hold it to those principles. Stay cool. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I think that that criticism and skepticism of country is a part of patriotism. I, I would say that the only thing I don't think that's part of it is the the hatred shouldn't also be blind either." When the, when the skepticism and criticism crosses over into hatred of country, Colin Kaepernick style. Yeah, that's when it is like, if you don't like America, you can get out territory yeah. to me. Get out. Yeah. Hakeem Latif says, hey, guys, have you guys heard of a YouTuber called Barricade Garage? He's a fellow jogger. Jogger. <laughs> yeah, don't skits, hard R it. Yeah. No hard R. Uh, who, who does skits, including one on what happens when you criticize La Kosher Nostra. 
and one about joining the wrong protest. I actually do think that I saw one of his clips circulating and I was laughing my ass huh. off. Um, All right. Blippity blue blonde. I love Jordan Peterson and I'm actually listening to 12 Rules for Life, but completely agree with you. Him admitting that he had drug problems can really only help humanize him. I know I don't begrudge somebody for having a drug problem. I've had my own struggles in that department that I've talked about. Um, it's the treatment of it. It's like the yeah. first thing you have to do in these situations. Like every program will tell you this. You have to admit that you have a problem, not be like, well, it was only a physical dependence. I had no psychological. It was just like mental gymnastics. Mm. And then everybody knows how I feel about Michaela Peterson. Big fan. Love those. Uh, Huge fan. Love those uh, suggestive Instagram pics. She did get back together with the father of her child, though. Mm. So I should give her some credit there. I'm pretty sure she banged Andrew Tate in the in, in the interim. <laughs> but at least she's back together with the father of her child. That's good. Well, That's good. Uh, you know, we are your number one source for Peterson family gossip. And uh, <laughs> I'm just no. saying, if I showed my badge on Instagram, my husband would be so furious. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. In fairness, now. I have followed so little of Michaela's content. It would not be fair for me to comment at all. I just I have no idea. I have not tuned in. Married women just should not be doing stuff like this. It's crazy town. Uh, Royal wins. These communists need to read JFK. Those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. The censorship is like a pressure cooker with yeah. the safety valve broken off. That is so true. I think that was Molyneux's point. And I, I think I, I, at some point I have to stop arguing that's the case to these people and think like you guys do realize that, that or stop making the case of them you do realize that removing these pressure valves ensures a massive and violent explosion, right? And you start wondering, well, is the massive and violent explosion the plan? Is that the intent? Oh my God. Okay. I have to address this. Somebody what? in the live chat just said, using doctors prescribed RX is not a fucking drug problem. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. If you get addicted to drugs that are prescribed to you legally, you are no less a drug addict than you're, than if you're acquiring them illegally. It is the same thing. You can get doctors to prescribe you anything there's so much quackery about uh you're still a drug addict oh my god do people really believe that i don't know i guess i haven't put that much thought to it i, I think that you could make a defense for how you got into it as in i wasn't trying it recreationally but as far as the biological reality of your dependence i'm not sure same what thing. distinction it would make yeah same fucking thing how is that yeah. any different than like being an athlete getting hurt and then getting addicted to oxycontin and then getting addicted to heroin when they discontinue oxycontin which is how lots of people yeah. got into it how is that any different well i at the end i think the end result is the same i think there's probably some debate to be had about the morality or the however you want to frame it the wisdom of getting into it recreationally versus for according to a doctor's directions that would but be he really, was he was doing it to relieve anxiety how is that yeah. any different than doing it recreationally uh because a doctor recommended it to him i guess you would say but at doctors the end, are quacks and he's a he's a world-class psychologist he definitely knew the effects of benzodiazepine which is another problem that i have with that video i was like i didn't know how bad they were it's like well, are you at, serious, the, at the end of the day the debate is not what was your intent in developing the dependency it's like it, acknowledgement of the dependency i think is what you're what you're looking for exactly drug yeah. addicts end up in the same place no matter how they got there it doesn't matter if like the intent nobody intends to become a drug addict um, well, that's not true. Some people. Yeah, yeah. You, you came from Seattle. You're telling me none of those people did. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah. Uh, chemical 666 says life advice. If you don't know how to shut off and turn off your gas, water and power, you fail at life. Customer bought a million dollar home and had no clue what to do. And she smelled gas. Shaking my head. Yikes. 
Yikes. Uh, I'm not surprised. I, honestly, I had no idea how to do any of that crap until I owned my own place. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're a handyman or else you got to pay premium dollar to the actual handyman. So yeah, when, when I, back in the day when I was renting apartments, I didn't know how to do any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, but that said, if you're buying a million dollar property, is that your first property? Right. I doubt it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you made a lot I of money really it. fast. Uh, VV says, tell me a joke. Love you guys. Oh, and never forget Heather Heyer. I mean, Summer Taylor. <laughs> it's okay. I don't do jokes um, on command, though, because they'll never be good. So yeah. I have to pass on that one. But I'll, I'll, <laughs> thank you for your joke. Um, I have to reload this. Okay. Uh, uh, Downskated says at the base of, uh, at the base of base mountain, eight ancient sages of Basedom foretold the birth of the base child born from the based mother into whom she would pour all of her based beliefs and love of catapults to guide the based people. This is the prophecy of uh, your daughter, I, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to sell that script. It sounds like it could be a game of Thrones sequel or something. Uh, Frosty Flake says, strong indication Ghislaine, Ghislaine has been a spook working for a foreign spy service acquiring blackmail material. Dershowitz mm. accused of involvement in the intrigue. Could be. Uh, I don't even know what to, what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Um, far too hard. What happened in LA is why, whites, is why cities promoted public shows back in the day. Is this referring to the fireworks show? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever was the cause. I'm just happy to see it. I'm just glad to see that display. Yeah. Um, Mojack 420, my racist sandwich. Bo- <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> it's just a subway order. Oh, I don't know. Can you get bologna at subway? Belugna. Yeah. What he, um, made my racist sandwich belugna, belugna lettuce mayo on white bread with yellow and brown spicy mustard, but it's okay. I have purple Kool Aid too. Wow. And it was $14. I can't believe and that someone would have so much like hate in their heart. I can't believe it either. And by the way, thank Ooh. you to several people who sent me the origin of the, the hate in their heart story yeah. this week. I now have it saved for future reference. Uh, Juan Roca says, Rocha, uh, since the start of the 4th of July weekend, 19 killed and 66 shot in Chicago with the rest of Sunday to go. Where are the protests? Nobody gives a shit yeah. because it's not white on black crime. Just another day. Yep. The Royal wins. Every time I see people, that, uh, every time I see people, this sick, dysgenic and proud, uh, of it, I think, why is it that my great grandfather stormed the beaches of Normandy to protect or what is it? Um, truly satanic. It is. There's a satanic element to this, isn't there? It's yeah, whatever's going on is just it's that is not a path that leads to happiness and fulfillment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I would hope that that's what your uh, your grandfather went out there to protect is everybody's path to happiness and fulfillment. Uh, yeah. And that ain't that ain't it, boss. And uh, th- thanks to your family and your, your grandpa for doing the hard work, too. Um, Eric K says the white chick who pulled the gun couldn't be that competent because she racked the slide when she drew, meaning she wasn't carrying with a round <laughs> Fair- in the chamber likely fatal mistake in violence fair enough i i will acknowledge that and by the way i'll acknowledge that as someone who used to be a non and used to be too afraid used to be a cuck on the one in the chamber issue and no longer am i but uh, all i'm saying is even if she's not carrying one in the chamber she knows what she's doing as far as operating the firearm and Uh as i talk about in my family all the time a lot of the times in a self-defense scenario you don't have to be a professional shot you just have to look like you know what you're doing 
Or in the case of those St. Louis folks, just like brandish a gun around arbitrarily. Or in the do some 80s hip fire. Yeah, whatever. Treat it like an air guitar as long as you it worked. It dispersed a mob of it angry did. people. Chris Cuomo made that point, too. He's like, well, you had this many riot or protesters, rioters, whatever at your house. How much damage did they actually do? And it's like, okay, because yeah, of the gun. Correct. <laughs> How is that a point for you, Chris Cuomo? What do you mean? He's saying that, I guess, because they didn't do damage, the gun was unnecessary. We're saying the gun prevented the damage. Whatever. Uh, Laurel says, Crandall versus Nevada, 1868, freedom of movement from one state to another is an essential right in the Constitution. So, but could we use this clearly unconstitutional ruling about COVID um, as a basis for balkanization on more arbitrary means. They'd have to go with the standard of restricting any uh, fundamental right, which would be a a compelling state interest achieved through narrowly tailored means. But if you can do that with coronavirus, why can't you do it with, um, I don't know, fear of AIDS from that weird HRT? Yeah. (laughs) Grass, grass skirt person. Not that I'm advocating that. I'm just saying, what's the distinction? Why couldn't the argument just as credibly apply? Uh, bridge burner 77 blonde. It is insane. How good you look at the risk of making it sound like you looked bad right before you had your baby because you didn't seems like you're bouncing back like a 25 year old. Yeah, but you haven't seen my legs, stomach, ass, or boobs, which are taking a real hit during the pregnancy. Um, but I am down to like 145, So I'm pretty happy about that. Hmm. I'll like lose 15 more pounds and I should be good to go. But I did only give birth four weeks ago. Uh, thank you very much. Late to the party said, I found out about this recently. Most states don't have a law allowing brandishing of a firearm to be an act of de-escalation. Push for mm. legislation allowing it. Arizona has it. I should look that up in my state. I know that it's very legally complex when you point it. But as far as just showing it, like what's the difference between brandishing and open carrying, for example? Yeah. I can open carry wherever the hell I want. But at Pointing what point... it at somebody, probably. But that's distinct. Like that's distinct from just like if I was concealed carrying and I just pulled up my shirt to show that I have a firearm. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. the difference between that and uh, an open carrying, for example? I don't, I don't know. It, gets, it all gets very complex. Jim Keats, God bless Blonde's new baby, too. I love what Blonde make. Wait, that Blonde makes Matt tap dance to keep monetized? Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, an armed society is a polite society and four... I read that there were kids in the car in the Michigan oh, story. Oh, that, that I true? didn't know. I, uh, I don't have the story open anymore. I'm not aware of that fact, but it could be. And that certainly might be a relevant Yikes. fact uh, or factor in judging whether a reasonable person would think they were uh, seriously threatened. Uh, Son of the Wolf. The Mexican guy in the BRCC video is Omar. He was burned over 70% of his body in an IED attack in Iraq. He's... Mm. Uh, crispy one one b on instagram great dude also what watch is that matt uh this watch is actually very uh it's a it's a very uh personal piece to me um as i've talked about uh it, it's it's from a company called nixon they're like a snowboard surf company that I've, I've had watches from for a long time but it's called the private and uh, i have a few of their watches that i really like i've had them for a long time this watch Uh, I talk about, you know, my brother and what happened with my brother. And I lost, I lost my brother. uh, My brother was a paratrooper. I lost my brother to suicide in 2013. He was hurt in Afghanistan uh, by IED in the way that we are talking about right now. And uh, my brother, the reason this watch means so much to me, in addition to it being a piece of my, my brother, uh, is the fact that uh, his last birthday in February, uh, he was born on Valentine's day. 
And uh, I moved into this house and we were, we were living together. My brother was a very straight to the point person. And uh, <laughs> when he got this watch, he's like, hey, it's my birthday next week. I found a watch I like, give me your credit card. And I was like, all right, whatever. I just tossed my credit card at him. And, uh, and this watch showed up. So in addition to a lot of pieces that I have that are very important family pieces to me, this is one of them because uh, that's the story of that piece. Hey, it's my birthday. Uh, g- give me your credit card. I'm going to buy myself a gift. All right, here you go, dude. <laughs> he got exactly what he wanted. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to get a gift, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, actually, the night I lost my brother... Uh, what if for whatever reason, this was just sitting on the kitchen counter. It's like one of the first things I found after what happened. So it's always, I don't wear it all the time, but I've been wearing it a lot lately. Um, it's very important to me lately. And it's just one of those things that you, you keep as a piece of somebody else or something right. else that's very yeah. important to you. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Skag. Oh, well, uh, there's, as we've talked about many times, there's no greater force for, uh growth i I wish my brother and i could hang out today because i'm such a different person we'd have we'd have such a better time now and uh i think he'd be proud of who i've become you know what i've been able to build and and all that so you know i i hope uh that someday i'll come around to the idea that we will meet again for sure too you know anybody who's lost somebody you always want you always wonder if i could just have like five minutes with that person to to have that conversation and and have a moment of closure and understanding just to say yeah. goodbye, you know? Uh, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to get too emotional or, <laughs> or break, you know, bust up the mood here. Thank you for the question. And, um, and I say all these things with a lot of positivity, a lot of happiness, a lot of influence. I'm not, not bummed out about it. I'm, I'm happy for the state of things. Um, uh, Laurel said, <laughs> moving on, uh, yeah. I know how to cheer you up. So a uh, protester walks onto the interstate. In Seattle. <laughs> yeah. We that got the clip. We can watch better. it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, next time Laurel says, send me all the legal questions in advance <laughs> so I can research. I only know the immigration stuff off the top of my head. Everything else I have to research. Sure. I, don't know, I, I didn't think about it before though. Yeah. Sometimes they come to us in the moment. I will say Laurel, I had somebody inquiring about a, a, an immigration question, in the audience. And I, I emailed the, I emailed you using the email I have in my inbox. Um, I don't know if you're interested in helping that person out or not, but if you are, please send me an email back and I'll make a connection for you. And if you don't tell me to shut the hell up, because my objective is not to create more work for you. Right. Uh, my objective is just when people are looking for immigration wisdom and knowledge, I know I know a person. So if that's inappropriate, if I'm crossing boundaries, please let me know too. Uh, Marconi cliche says, "May your inevitable depersoning be delayed as long <laughs> as possible, and may my channel's inevitable deletion be spectacular. Or at least get noticed by five people." Thanks, Blonde. Thanks, Matt. We'll notice. We'll notice. Marconi cliche. Mm. Uh, Grumbledore. They aren't supposed to win the Darwin Award. It's like a raspberry. These kids' parents never told them not to play in the street. All lives splatter, <laughs> floored, and turn those chumps into speed bumps. Oh, Ooh. my God. Disavow. That's one I should have vetted. Disavow. Oh, I totally disavow. Mm. Thomas says, have either of you seen uh, the D- the Descovy commercials? No, I don't know what that is. Me neither. The targeted marketing is hilarious. Well worth the cringe. I don't even know what, what company that is. Mm. I'm sorry, no, dude. I, I, I don't know what that is, yeah. Super comic fun time. Happy Independence Day, Matt and Blonde. I'm 45 minutes behind. Thank you. Mm. Well, uh, happy, w- happy Fourth uh, of July to you as well. Wiggles says, PSA, always remember to turn around and pick up the spare when you travel. 
I five in Seattle. Ah, uh, <laughs> you know the jokes are coming. Why stop them? Why try? Um, is the baby okay? Okay, sorry. Uh, Wiggles, I just read that. Uh, Josiah Lot, go look at the TMZ video POV of the one of the chicks hit. Also, the Michigan thing is why base folk are avoiding encounters in public with urbanized. <laughs> Can you say that? Is that a slur? I don't know. Uh, Stellar J. Atkins. Summer Taylor and Diaz love. Summer of love simulation confirmed. <laughs> actually, mm. That actually, is, is that the that name is of the other person hit? I think so. Yeah. That is that is a very odd coincidence. If that's yeah. if that's true. I, holy cow. You keep going. I'm going to look up that fact. Um, gentleman activist. Uh, Washington State Police blocked the freeway multiple nights for protests like these. I wonder if that will make them liable civilly, at least for wrongful death, since they took the step to block the highway, surely morally, but I don't think anything is going to happen to them. Um, it, it, that is say, true, by the way, Summer Taylor yep. and Diaz love yep. the two. Yeah. Um, that is true. Yeah. Uh, Marconi cliche, Minnesota needs federal relief for the disaster of <laughs> government. Tin walls. Uh, fair enough. Fair anything. distinction. Yeah. But they have to leave. The, that and your fruity mayor in Minneapolis have to leave. They have to get yeah, the really. catapult in exchange for the money. Maybe we can work out that deal. <laughs> leave the money in the catapult. Okay. Pataku says, speaking of Summer Taylor, I thought these lefty degenerate slags love getting plowed by soul. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You guys. When it's so savage, you need a moment. Just like. Uh, I know. Like that soap tweet. Just like soap um, tweet. Yeah. Uh, I know I may have given you the impression that you can send super chats like this, but that's because you totally can and should continue to do. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Some of us have livelihoods on the line, but you know, thanks. That's much appreciated. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Matthew Sturgis. I'm currently a Minneapolis resident, hopefully out by September. Totally agree with you. No federal bailout. This was brought on by crap of the city government governance. Thanks as always for the Sandy safe space. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, man. Um, Esoterica Unbound. Blonde finds America beyond worth saving. Jordan B. Peterson is a charlatan in spite of his annoyance of the leftist power structure and openness about his own flaws. Save us from the capricious scorn of entitled hot chicks. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, America beyond worth saving? Maybe. I mean, how many people are looking at this situation and thinking, how are we possibly going to fix this? How? Uh, yeah. And then a lot of people are saying, well, worst, worst comes to worst. I need to be prepared and I need to uh, be firearms competent. And you're seeing a lot of that come to fruition as well. So yeah. it's going to get worse. The more we try this crap of, of uh, aggressive and or violent confrontation, the more violent defensive acts you're going to see. That's just that's yeah. the way this recipe is going to play out. The stealth Hispanic says, watch a lot of friends telling me how horrible they think the country is. Kept trying to convince me they didn't hate being here. I chose to have the biggest, biggest barbecue party and fireworks I could do, not invite them and stream it for you. <laughs> America. Thank you. America. Derek Finley, whatever happened to walking the plank? Also, any thoughts on taking down the racist elk <laughs> statues? What? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to talk about that, but I, I just ran out of I just other stuff I wanted to talk about more. In Portland, they actually destroyed a statue of an elk. I think the elk was racist or the elk was otherwise a sign of past white supremacy. I don't know, but they destroyed did an it elk. Did it trample a bunch of slaves? Why? I, I don't know. The elk did something. Apparently the elk statue was like 100 years old. I hate this timeline so much. Yeah. Um, except for my adorable baby. Chris Hank says, what do you think about Stefan Molyneux being removed from YouTube? We did address that earlier. First in the show, I think. 
Uh, like early on in one? the show, one of the first sub- the subjects, definitely. Um, I mean, TLDR. Yeah, it's it's just banning for opinion. Uh, he doesn't. The the irony in Stefan Molyneux is he he didn't advocate violence and took the opportunity to respond to the banning by further advocating people not resort to violence. Yeah. The the as we've mentioned the the what is acceptable to say on YouTube is going to keep constricting. So at this point, why? it's like you can't appease Susan Wikiwiki. She's going to keep tightening down what you can say. And so you just, at this point, like I said, I'm just playing the fiddle on the sinking ship that is on the Titanic. That is, uh, that is YouTube. And it's fun to go down with the ship, I guess, but eventually it'll come for, eventually we're all getting dumped into that ice cold water. Just a question away. Uh, Chris Hank, uh, I just read that. Uh, Rafael Salvador. Hey, Matt and Blonde, happy 4th of July. Matt, have you finished The Last of Us 2 and reached Redacted Death Scene? Mm. You should check out PewDiePie. PewDiePie stream, watch him hate life. <laughs> I haven't played it in like a week. So I've seen the first significant death in the game, but I imagine there's a significant death beyond that. I'm pretty early on. I'm probably only like six, seven hours into the game. So uh, I'll have to report back on that. Alex the Ulf, this new wave of coronavirus fear-mongering has me hesitating going to the hospital for a checkup I need. Mm. You should definitely go. Just go. It's probably the fastest service you've ever seen. Empty uh, waiting room, you know? There really is no fear. Uh, yeah. Nate Early, a uh, town near me has only one confirmed COVID case. Just found out that the lady who supposedly had it never tested and never had any symptoms. Since she was exposed to it, they called her positive. We've yeah, all been exposed to it. There's I mean, probably geez. way more of this than we realize. A similar theme to the tweet we were looking at either, uh, earlier. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got exposed to it during my pregnancy. Mm. Um, I, I, I remain convinced that that um, my fiance and I got it in California when we went in February. Yeah. I was joking. You can go back and watch my videos at the time saying, I guess I'm a coronavirus case. And I was totally joking. But now that I look back at the symptoms and the fact that we were three blocks away from Chinatown for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I, I remain convinced we, we might have had it. I just uh, I just am not that worried about it. You know? No. I mean, you should, uh, yeah, you shouldn't be. Danny Montana. Unless you are you know, a vulnerable person. But anyway, those, those people should be protected. We talked about this. Hey, keep going. <laughs> uh, Danny Montana, 2020 will be the, le- the West night of the long knives and the left will overreach and the real fascist element will respond with order. Check mm. out the commandant's video on bit shoot, prepare and hail victory. Thank you, Danny. Uh, the master of the frets. So uh, Bobby Collins, um, if we favor president in favor of what is right, then I should be on a slave plantation right now. You guys. <laughs> Uh, Long Dong John says, oh, that's why my Little Caesars pizza never turned up. You, you special ordered it. You're like, only Swatsika pizza tonight. Well, yeah, I want to now I'm going to call them up. I'm going to visit Little Caesars now just because of this. And I want to try the cheesy, crazy bread. Not tried that. Cra- what are they called? Crazy sticks? Crazy bread? They got a cheesy version of it now. Man, I got to try those. Uh, liberative of how is the Swatsika pizza not cut? Every pie I've ever gotten from Little Caesars is pre-cut. Um, yeah, exactly. Somebody probably made it for themselves and then forgot. It just ended up in the stack. Yeah. It ended up in the stack, yeah. Judsky said they're right. That pizza wasn't funny. It was hilarious. Thank you. That was a good one. Just wanted to say I've been watching all your videos for a long time. You red pilled me way back in late 2016. Thanks for the pragmatic approach on life that made me challenge my own views. A fellow black American. Well, thanks for tuning in. That's a long time and we appreciate it. And thanks for supporting the show as well. Uh, a latest nothing puts a smile on the face like a good wholesome pepperoni <laughs> swastika. Um, yeah. John Martin. Ooh, I think I hear my baby. 
Okay, I can I can carry on if you need to step out a second. If uh, I do, I will be gone longer than it'll take what? for you to finish, probably. Um, I don't know. I'll I'll carry on and see see what you got to uh, do. Oh, she stopped. All right. Uh, John Mark right. says in Buddhism, the Z the Z shaped swastika symbolism symbolizes. Can I read the seal of the Buddha's heart and contains within it the entire mind of the Buddha. It can be seen imprinted on the body, palms, chest, or feet of Buddha images. Ah, I have seen it um, in Indian cultures, but I was not sure. I didn't know what it meant. I just remembered I forgot to open the D-Live treasure chest. So you guys who hung out late tonight are going to get a reward. Let me uh, take care of that right now. Carry on. Um, Thanks for supporting the show on D-Live, guys. Mopar Tuya says, I live 26 miles from the Killdozer event. I've actually met the man. He owned a muffler shop and did some pipe bending for my dad. The concrete for our shop came from the plant he drove through. Whoa, that's cool. Oh, sorry. Uh, Skip Mayfield. The car impact sounded like a pimp slap of Darwinism. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get this open here. There we go. Uh, all right, carry on. Thanks. Thanks uh, over on D Live, guys. Mike G says the Killdozer is one of the Count Dankula's Mad Lad stories. A much watch. Um, yeah, that's that's basically Count how Dankula. I how we learned about it. It's a good video to watch if you want to learn the, the facts of it with a little entertainment value added. Um, Benjamin the Rogue. The reason they set up around the curve of the highway was the organizers were trying to get their useful idiots sacrificed for the cause. Wow. That's why the protest, they protest at one uh, with dark clothes on. That's uh, cynical, but I could believe it. I, I don't put anything past a lot of these people now. Evan M. If they make a biopic of the women who got hit on the Seattle... On the Seattle Highway, it should be called Two Girls, One Coop. One Coop. I don't know if it was a coop or not, but uh, point again. Uh, that makes way more sense. I'm sorry. Uh, Bethany W. says, anyone going to the Trump rally in New Hampshire on Saturday want to do a listener meetup? Email me through the listener spreadsheet. Let's do it. Um, uh, sure. And, and hey, Bethany, if you want to send me an email, if people if if uh, that way I can connect people, if there's any confusion. So send me an email. And if people are looking to connect with Bethany, also send me an email and maybe I can connect people. Have fun at the rally. Sorry, I fucked up your joke, Evan. <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. Ben Smith says, I wonder if Kaepernick is willing to give up the millions and millions of dollars that his wealthy white adoptive father has given him and helped him earn. Probably not. I'd imagine at least his dad's coup. Is I know, he? Right? I don't know much about his dad. Uh, he was abandoned by his black bio, bio parents. So. Yeah, his adopted parents are white. I know that. But I don't know much about his dad, the person. Royal wins. My great-grandfather wasn't at Normandy or even in World War II. I don't want to steal any valor. I had to correct the record. My point is sure. the nation we have had today, we have today, uh, would probably be disappointed to those. I past, see. Yeah. Your generic grandfather. Like the grandfathers of this country. I see what you're saying, for sure. And um, and yeah, you know, I would say the same thing. Yeah, it, That's kind of what I was getting at on Memorial Day, too. The, the trade-off for the sacrifices that were made by our, our, our fathers, our grandfathers, our forefathers generally, the trade-off, we didn't risk our lives on those beaches. It's up to us to uphold a country worth that sort of sacrifice. We have a moral duty to do that. Um, Devin Davenport says, shout out to my daughter, Azaria, who was born yesterday. We're enjoying the show from our hospital room. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Cersei says, Crispy is a great guy. Hit with an IED. He was still shooting till his 50 jammed while he was on fire. Then he jumped down and used his rifle after someone put him uh, out with him. Holy shit. Yeah. I I knew nothing about his story, but that's pretty incredible. DB says, blonde. I suggested it on the Donald. 
that said, crazy person should have multiple things done to them and dumped somewhere halfway across the globe, but YouTube censors me, so I can't say what I want to say. I guess here you can. Yeah. Although our days are numbered. Yeah. Presumably, but we've thought that before. Yeah. Dennis Z says, regarding the summer of love names and also London Bridge incident, it looks like there have been such a high volume of crazy events that unlikely coincidences are statistically probable now. Hmm. Uh, that's the last one I have. Yeah, I think we're all set. I think we just have one on Streamlabs. Crypto Crook says, uh, come on, Blonde, I'm pretty sure that the U.S. can benefit from importing more Russians. We don't trust the government, or they don't, uh, we, he must be Russian, I guess. We don't trust the government. We're mostly conservative, and we are vaccinated from communism. And yet... Russia yeah. is not strictly European country. I would love to have more Russians and then take all those South Africans too. We need uh, we need imported Russian brides stat to uh, yeah. counter a lot of the uh, problems of feminism that we're having in this country. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, uh, I think oh, there's one more. Bill sure. McPherson went on a float today with the wife and friends on the Potomac, nearly three hours of drifting and drinking beer. We awesome. ate dinner at a great little place. After in Sharpsburg, uh, Maryland, right after or uh, right down the street from um, Antietam. Antietam. Yeah. Antietam? A famous Civil War battlefield. That might have been the bloodiest uh, battle of the war. I can't remember. But major Civil really? War battlefield. Yeah. The bloodiest. The bloodiest. It's battle. up there in its casualty count. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, we're good. All right. Well, oh, wait, no, there is more. Sorry. <laughs> I already started the outro song. All right. <laughs> G-Y-D-O-N-75. You guys are excellent listening since the Super Bowl Smollett ca uh, case. Hopefully, hopeful story out of dreaded California. Personal fireworks everywhere all night in to spite Gavin booming for four hours. Search for a video. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Yeah, it was awesome to see. I'm, I'm absolutely glad to see that. And we are, uh, and thanks for supporting the show. We're good on uh, DLive. Thank you guys as well for tuning in tonight. Anything else before we uh, call it a show nope. and get out of here? Thank you guys so much. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us live tonight, man. That's That was an incredible showing for a holiday weekend, no less. I thought we were going to have kind of a smaller, shorter show tonight. Alas, here we are. So thanks for hanging out with us live. If you're listening later on YouTube or, uh, you know, take the opportunity to go sign up on BitChute or DLive and listen later there, too. Thank you as well for supporting the show. And remember, if you'd prefer to take us on the go, uh, you can listen on the audio platforms. They're linked in the description uh, and on the website. That's mattchristensenmedia.com slash podcasts. You can find extra stuff on the website, uh, stuff to listen to that you might not find on YouTube as well, specifically the replay of the Wednesday night call-in show. If you want to give that a listen, you can also email us at beauty. Uh, that's beauty in the beta at gmail.com. We'll be back next Sunday. Cause if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd, it's not meet the press. It's beauty in the beta. Have a good night. Bye guys.